Oh, baby, welcome into the Rogue Nuggets podcast, episode one. The newest podcast on the Sports Divided Sports Network. We'll get into why Nugs is uh, the name we picked. Uh, does have a little background story. We'll tell it sometime during the podcast about uh, our other co-host, Eric. Um, but yeah, so this podcast is going to be, uh, I don't know, sports, hockey. Awful. Some- off the wall, hockey for, probably hockey for the most part. College football, fatherhood maybe. I don't a little know, some baseball. Yeah, dabbling golf. a little of everything. Um, you know, right now we got uh, the NHL draft starts tomorrow. Uh, a lot of trades happen today. We'll get into those. We'll get into just some other uh, random thoughts about the NHL. Uh, just so everybody does know, the Sports Divided podcast is a podcast between. St. Louis and Chicago. Uh, this one's going to be more of a St. Louis and Detroit feel podcast because uh, Eric is from originally the armpit of America, Michigan. Whoa, 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 whoa! That's that's Ohio, bud. Come on now, don't start with that crap. That no, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Columbus. Hey, no comment. No comment. Some, some of our biggest listens on Sports Divided somehow come from Ohio. Don't don't trash talk that area. I don't, I don't know, know how they un- do. That's unfortunate. We don't really I'd talk live in Chicago. I'd live we don't in Chicago. really have people on there from Chicago that, uh, you know, talk highly of Ohio State. So I don't know how it happens. And we don't really talk highly of the Reds or Browns or Indians slash Guardians or, you know, Cavs. We don't really talk NBA. Maybe that's, that's why. Thing. Maybe it's just because you guys are unbiased away from them. So I can listen to it because you're used to getting chirped all the time from everybody else. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We, yeah, oh. we just. They probably, get, they probably won't get this podcast, then. But anyways. But, but, all right, so let's – I don't know. We'll just see where it goes. Let's get into it. Uh, a lot of trades happened uh, today and so far this week. Um, I guess it so, all started so, on the 24th, so that started – what was that, uh, Sunday? Saturday. 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 My, yeah, because my mom's birthday was the 25th. That was Sunday, so. Yeah, I'll start Third. on – on Thursday or on on Saturday with uh, the Alex Galchenyuk trade to the Predators for Ryan Johansson to the Avs uh, at fifty percent retained with Nashville. Um, I don't know. I guess you take Johansson at like a three and a half million dollar clip for two years. Yeah, I mean, why not? It's a, it's a, I mean, it's a low risk, high reward for you. Can, you can go up and down in your lineup. As, I mean, obviously not going to be a first line center because you have Nate Mack, but I mean, you can go second line, third line, you know, compliment. He can play power play and, and or penalty kill. So. And then major news broke about uh, Kevin Hayes coming to St. Louis that day. And it's been a drama filled couple of days until it all ended today. I'm sure Tori Krug, uh, actually, I'm, Fairly confident, no matter what really happens. Tori Krug has played his last game in St. Louis. Uh, it can't really go public like that with you declining a trade that was in the works and then somehow play again for that organization. It's not. It's a little different than Tarasenko situation where he asked for a trade. This one is you flat out said no. Um, don't really know why you said no. I mean, I, yeah, do, I, don't, I don't know I how don't. you're going to get back, get acclimated back in that in that locker room when you're basically just well, like kicking. Everyone slapping him in the face, like, hey, I'm not playing for you guys anymore, blah, blah, blah. Well, I wouldn't take you back either. I, I mean, I get you have your right to decline the trade, um, which good for him for doing it. But at the same time, like, 
how do you walk into the room knowing like, hey, yeah, this team wanted me gone, but uh, I'm only here because I said no. Yeah, because I didn't want to go to Philly. Not, not, you know, but uh, I mean, that's what that's what this this bargaining chip, though. I mean, he signed a contract for that reason, so he has that. He has that right. Good, better, the ugly. So yeah, it could get ugly, ugly. His numbers. His numbers haven't been horrible, but they're not also. Uh, it's not what you kind of signed up for. Mainly, his biggest issue, honestly, with the Blues has just been health. Like he, I mean, he's five nine, and he plays like he's like. It's cool that he plays like he's six six, but when you're thirty years old, still doing it, your body doesn't keep up, and you miss, you know, 10, 15 Dude, games a year. At least that wear and tear. I mean, he plays. He's playing like uh, Preco should be playing, yeah. and he's not the same stature, unfortunately. I mean, can you imagine being six four like Preco? Be a stud. He wouldn't yeah, be hurt well, all the time. He, he wouldn't be moving the puck as well as he does either. Yeah, true. But this hurt. whole thing kind of started in motion earlier that day when the Blues announced that they gave Scott Prunovich, aka uh, Tory Krug, two a one year, one way contract. Uh, so then people were very much speculating, like, oh, that means somebody is going somewhere. It's either Krug, it's either Letty. And like we found out, it was supposed to be Krug. Uh, the deal did end up finally going through today. Uh, Kevin Hayes coming to St. Louis uh, for only $3.1 million for the next three years. And all the Blues sent back was a... 2024 sixth round pick. So again, to the Ryan Johansson part, do you take Kevin Hayes at like the reason Philly wanted to get rid of him is because he's not worth $6.2 million, but at $3.1 million, he's probably right there value wise. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely intriguing for a body like that. I mean, he's had a, an okay career. Well, I mean, he nothing. also had a career high in assists last year. Want a team where he got benched for half a year by Torts. Yeah. Well, because that's Torts for you. Yeah. Uh, another trade that happened. Um, can somebody please explain to me, like, honestly, what Chicago's doing? Like, what Taylor Hall for two years, Marcus or uh, Nicholas Felino, and then you re sign him for a year, but you give up well, what, four million? For, you give, yeah, one for four million dollars, but you give up two young players you know one's a defenseman one's a forward that like i mean yeah they haven't been great but like didn't mitchell play a little bit last year he had had yeah he's also a former denver guy so i'm sure he's gonna have a nice time going back and seeing montgomery but uh yeah but like i just I, i for any team like yeah, you get you're getting bedard, but like, what's the just, well, they, they all they also have to hit the, the floor. Are they, are they close to the floor? They may not be at the floor yet, so they may I have guess, to I sign mean, some they, stupid contracts to they get to Seth the floor. Jones, so it doesn't really matter. But and they have nobody else. Eight and a half million dollars. But they also there's nobody else to get what isn't like fifty what sixty million fifty million something for the floor the floor cap floor. Uh, I think it's fifty three. Fifty three. But but my but like. They have to. I mean, unfortunately, you have to do it. You have to take on some stupid contracts in the, in the rebuild. Not, they but, they but can no, put something around Bedard too. You can't just throw the kid to the wolves at five foot four. But my point though is like, why is it Taylor Hall? 
like the guy's going to be gone in two years. He's not going to, st- I don't think he's going to stick around. No, he definitely will stick around, but it's, it's, it's that there is to teach Bedard how to be a, how to be a pro. I mean, Taylor Hall looking by a guy who's a suitcase, but he's also changed the way he's played the last couple of years. He went from being uh, an MVP of the devils in 2018 to revamp to be a, had to learn how to play a complete two way game, be a third line center, be a Copman player. And he's and he did well. He didn't say a word. He didn't hear him talking bad about it. Well, yeah, when you're all the best team in NHL history, you're gonna keep it quiet. But look at what he did in Philly, or not in Philly, in uh, Buffalo. Oh, I'm gonna sign here. I went out immediately. What he did in Arizona. I'm gonna sign here. I went out immediately. But but also my thing of the Devils. He said there. He 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 was the reason why he's MVPs because he took the Devils from nothing to the playoffs. I get by himself single handedly. That was. Five years ago, but still. Yeah, that's that's my point. It's like my point is, is you couldn't have found somebody else that might be around with Bedard a little longer. No, maybe, maybe nobody else wanted to. Maybe they're doing this now to, you know, to turn in point because if you have Bedard on a, on a entry level contract for two or three years, William you know, Nylander? once he gets better, then you can start selling, signing people. William Nylander. Maybe least, they still have the money. They can still get him. They can still just, get him. But I'm just like my point though is just like. Well, maybe they're setting stuff up to do that because I mean, does, Boston Boston needed to shed needed to shed shed money because yeah. they needed to, they need to resign uh, Bertuzzi. They have to resign. They want to try to resign with other defensemen. Other defensemen they need to resign too. It's they, they got both Clifford and uh, or Clifton and uh, Grizzly. Yeah, Grizzly. That's what it was Grizzly. No, I I get that stuff, but my point though is just like for, like, and it doesn't matter who it is when it comes to like a team like. If this is Bedard's second year, I see you making that trade. But it's his first so, year. Like, I don't. But, but they don't but know. At the same you, time, you, but at the same time, then why did you ever get rid of DeBrinket? He was nine mil. If you're worried about hitting the cap full floor, but this is before they had a, a chance of even have a in even Bedard in their mind of, to be having to be number one draft pick. They never expect that Bedard to get number Come one on. draft pick two years. Come later. on. Come on. They didn't think that two years before. They traded no. They chance. traded him last year. They traded two, him last year. They, yeah, in the was that the draft last year? Was that the draft yeah. exactly a year ago when they traded? To be but they also yeah, but also two. No, two, my point, two years my, ago is I, that I, they had the chance to sign him two years ago, and they didn't. No, I'm saying they should have just never tried traded to bring it. Then why didn't you just keep him? He's a forty goal guy. Why'd you ever get rid of him with Kane? Because they want to get something. They want to get something out of him. The thing is, he's still on RFA. He's got one year left as an RFA after yeah. this year. Like that's that's my point. Is like because maybe they do want because because they saw him getting better and better and better and they didn't want to give him nine or ten million. Maybe they didn't think he was worth nine or ten million. So but they have to, all, to... to your point though. They have all the cap in the world. They just gave Seth Jones nine mil. You know what I mean? Like my point though is, you just you went and got an older version of what you had that's left handed. Instead of having to brink it, and let's be real, you knew you were getting Connor Bedard. This was not. This well, was we, handed to. We know. I mean, I, I mean, you know, like logically. Come on, now we know. We we've talked no about other, this. Nothing we've other, talked about this before. Nothing before else. This podcast. Nothing else changed in the draft order except you jumped two spots. Come on, because now. yeah, because all your were the and money. The last time, the last time, teams. the last time you were bad, and there was a generational person. Oh, you guys were the fifth best team or fifth worst team, and somehow you ended up number one with Kane. Huh. Happened again the same year you just traded Kane and are letting Taves walk. Like, 
It's not a coincidence. That's my point. Like, I know you're beating old dog with me. Like, hello, how many times? No, how many, oh, how, how many times have we that. been screwed in the in the lottery? But, you know, this. no, I, I get that, but my, I'm, on, I'm, I'm, I'm I just agree, saying, I, agree. I just don't I understand. Like, any team, like if you had a guy like the Brinkett who's younger and is still under your control for three years, technically, because he had last year, this year, and he's got one more RFA year because you were dumb enough to sign him to walk him to his last year of RFA to where it'd be a nine million dollar. You know, tender offer because you gave him six, like after one forty goal season. Why didn't you just keep him then? Like I have this argument with with the people on, with on Sports Divided. Like, what was the point of moving him? They don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, you got a first round pick for him, but like, you knew what you had there, and then like now it makes even less sense that you go out and you go get a guy who's an older version of him in Taylor Hall just left-handed you know what i mean like i think this that was i to your point i, I think it's two just different, something that, two it's, different it's, managements it's, well, it's, too yeah it's, 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 it's a dra- it's a drastic move they're trying to they're trying to save face basically they're trying to save their asses because what they did get rid of all that talent that young talent i mean not even let like get rid of um to bring it kubalik yeah. i mean who else i mean he gave the yeah. stole kubalik out of them yeah they got I rid mean, of um who else was there's another traded- young kid well, they um, dealt Domi this offseason. Domi. Mm-hmm. I mean, they realistically, that's the other thing I don't get. So you went out the one year and you got Seth Jones, and then the next year you trade to Brinkett. Then what was the point of ever giving up Boquist and your first to go get Seth Jones? And then you bring in Caleb Jones for, you get Caleb Jones at a fifth-round pick for Duncan Keith. Keith. And that was, and a, then, I mean, that was, that was a salary, then, though, which I, I get and that. Then, well, and then you didn't even tender Caleb Jones this year, so now you're going to piss yeah. off his brother at nine million dollars. He's going to want out too. Good job, you know. Like, well, and then you know, Chicago media. I don't know who's worse at coming up with these mock trades about stuff with these teams. Like, I saw a mock trade by a Chicago writer, um, maybe it was a radio personality. I don't know. Talking about the Hawks, about well, you know, if you trade Seth Jones to san jose and have san jose eat 10 or 13 percent of the cap of john or eric carlson it'll be the same cap hit both ways and it's just a change why the hell would san jose take seth jones over eric carlson for the same amount of money makes no sense (laughs) that's even worse like or then like i saw this i saw this one like i said i don't know who's worse whether chicago or toronto toronto is doing this thing where they're like I think they're about equal, to tell you the truth. I really don't think they're equal as bad. But it was equal like as bad. It was like uh oh, who was it? Who's on the who's a guy on the block that's like getting paid decent? Maybe I can find it real quick. Uh from from Toronto or they no, want to get to trade for him? Trying, trying to pull in. Uh I mean, where are they getting this money from? You're paying those top five or six guys 70 million. Doesn't make any sense. Oh, they no, they have like. Are they trying to shed contracts? I I can't find it. Um, I should have liked it just to, or bookmarked it just to have it talked about. They had whoever it was like going through Chicago to come there, and both the other teams retaining fifty percent. So then they got the guy at like like more stuff that like the the you know. 
Giordano, Ryan O'Reilly type of like deals where they're like, oh, send them here. They retain 50, then they retain 50. So then we only get them at 25. And it's like, so are they trying to do like NHL 2023 create a player shit? Like your own yeah. team, your own team. You're trying to do like fantasy trades. Come on now. It was just like, what the, you know, what cloud, what cloud are you on? Uh, Doesn't make any sense. I really want yeah, to. Yes. Uh, but yeah. Uh, what was, what was the next one? Was it the, what was the next trade? Was that the McKenzie Blackwood? Was that the next well, one? I mean, Popped up or is that PLD? Uh, Which one came first? Winnipeg with PLD was at the uh, that, that one that talk about no they all, no so here's the one this is the one no the the one there's one other one before that all did I miss one uh, Montreal I just don't know what oh, yeah. they're doing either they yeah. give up just for his rights because he's an RFA 2023 first which is 31st overall and a 2023 second which is 37th overall for Adam Newhook or Alex Newhook. Like, like yeah, you're 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 a team rebuilding, and you have all the time in the world as an organization because you just brought in this GM and you just brought in Marty St. Louis as the head coach. Like, yeah, I'm not like, sure, I'm not sure about that that trade too much. I'm not I, sure what I they're just, trying to accomplish because don't they? I mean, Montreal is built with a whole bunch of small forwards as it is, right? I mean, I know Martin St. Louis was yeah. obviously was a minute was a minute school forward, but you already have two or three guys. You have Suzuki, you have Gallagher, you have guys that size and who well, the same Cole size. Caulfield. Yeah, another cool Caulfield on top of it. So like you're adding another small guy doesn't really make much sense. Yeah, it just I well now, it's and like, aren't they wanting to rebuild? And you give up two like decent picks in a, a deep draft. draft pick. In a, in a pretty decent draft this year, too. I mean, it's a pretty deep draft. Like that's what that's what I don't get is you gave up a first round draft pick. And even in the second round was a high for, second round, too. So well, yeah, it's pretty much another first at 37. You know, you're just like, giving Kyle to more trade chips now. The rich get richer, huh? Well, not even trade chips. Just like now, they can they can still re they can keep restocking with. They have two, a team that is Colorado now has two first round picks this this year. Like, yes, they're late round, but still, that's that's a first round pick. Still a first round pick, no matter yeah, what you look at it. Exactly. One to thirty two, it's still a first round pick, no yeah. matter what. And that's what like doesn't doesn't. Uh, I mean, it's giant pa- panic mode. I mean, Colorado, what, good what for Colorado, really man. Good, good. That's, a good, that's a smart, savvy move by Colorado. I'll give him that. Yeah, what pictures does Joe Sackick have on? <laughs> yeah, Ken, no kidding. Ken Hughes up there. Jesus. No kidding. Um, I mean, I mean, you're, you're giving him the Steve Eisman treatment, you know? All the respect in the world. Yeah. He's basically fucking stealing two, two picks out of him. Because they weren't, they weren't going to sign New Hook. I and mean, they really honestly don't need them. They didn't him. have the money. They Yeah, they just yeah. got Johansson. They don't really yeah. need them. Do I mean, I guess you do have the cap room because they – I feel like it's going to be a thing between Colorado yeah, but, every year now and Vegas but they're gonna, year. But they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna need, need that cap room, though. If they want to keep – if they, if they want to keep playing, if we made Landis a playoff team. going to be on long-term IR. I still that back, his back again. He's having surgery again. On his knee. No, his is in the, his no, knee, his stone knee. with the – Stone is a guy who, oh, you know, he's 
he might not ever be the same. You know, he might be in and out of the lineup every so often now for Vegas the rest of his career. Oh, so you mean come February, he's going to be put on a long-term IR every single year, come back perfect time for the playoffs so they can go get a guy for $6 million at the deadline every single year because that's what's going to happen. Or mm-hmm. two guys. like Because Colorado's – because what's – I was looking. Colorado still has – they have to sign Bowen Byram. He's he's restricted, so they're gonna need some money. That one, so they had to get rid of New Hook, or they just go to a, go to a mediator and see what they present. I mean, really, they can just I mean, what's it like eighty something percent? It's like eighty five percent or whatever it is. Yeah. Of, of, uh, of no, I think it's just I think it's uh, twenty twenty five percent of twenty five percent more of your last contract. I think. Is what the most you can get, and then no, that's what like your qualifying offer technically is. So, you know, if he's making league minimum, that's only one point one five or whatever it is. Yeah, his. Yeah, I mean, he's that they still should be ELC, right? He's still in his entry level contract, wasn't he? So he's making what nine twenty. Yeah, so it turns out to be. Well, it was like eight. He's just under nine hundred. What he's making last three years. Oh, so he was still probably okay. So yeah, eight. Okay, eight eighty five. Maybe yeah, his qual his qualifying offer is eight seventy four. Okay. So to retain the player's rights, a team must oh, offer so the his, player a one year entry level and salary. His entry level then was still when it was at seven twenty. Then when entry level mm-hmm. was still seven twenty. Okay. Correct. Because yeah, because the. Whatever called the bargaining agreement with NHL and the players, yeah. it was still at that one. They and they that what was it two or three years ago they changed the 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 yeah, um, entry level stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. Then yeah, you brought up the PLD well, think, trade. Yeah, the Winnipeg one. Pierre Luc Dubois sign and trade eight years, eight and a half million dollars signed with Winnipeg, and then was instantly dealt to Los Angeles. For Alex Iafalo, Rasmus uh, Kapari, and Gabriel Velarde, plus a twenty twenty four second round pick. Um, did 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 uh, did people not learn from the Matthew Kachuk trade last year? Like, I'm not saying Pierre Luc Dubois is going to be as an impactful guy as Matthew Kachuk, but double day Trouble day off. Did you not just learn from tree leaving that? You, why are you getting players that are roster? Like, if you're going to do that, get three rounds of first round picks from them. Like, especially when they're saying the Hellbuck wants out. Like, I mean, you're, I mean, you're, you're, you're taking guys back on. You, you're not, I guess you're retooling. Like he thinks he's going to retool, not a rebuild. No, if you lose Hellbuck, you're going to re, you're in rebuild because well, you have no goaltending. Yeah. He's their team. Let's be real. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I agree. 100%. But I mean, been like, team my for the last point, what four my years? Point, though, it's like I have follow and. Velarde, yeah, they're good, but like they weren't, they're nowhere near to Huberto and Weger good, and Weger oh. and Huberto didn't pan out for Matthew Kachuk. Like, yep. like it's like in the NHL, thinking back to it, when was the last time you looked at an NHL trade and it was an instant win win? Instant win win. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. 2015, I mean, Seth Jones, Ryan Johansson, Columbus, and Nashville. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, 
I mean, you can't think of anything in the last recent years. You can't like you can say now. Long. Now the looking page, back on one, yeah. Thompson, Ryan yeah, O'Reilly was that, a win-win. That was going to be my favorite. Instantly, you didn't. Instantly, even, people were like, "What the hell? What the fuck?" It took Tate Thompson three years to figure it out. And now people are saying that the Buffalo Sabres won it. No, the Buffalo Sabres will never win that trade. No, because the Blues got their cup. As long as the Blues won the Stanley Cup. Unless you take the Blues Stanley Cup away and the Conn Smythe from the guy they got. It doesn't matter. Tage Thompson can be a Hall of Fame player and win three cups. The Blues got their cup. Ryan O'Reilly won the Conn Smythe. The same year he got dealt, the Blues can never lose that trade. That's a mic drop. Like... (laughs) Yeah, you're right, hundred percent. And you know. what I agree with you one thousand percent. I can't say yes, yes, yes enough. But like, yeah. So when was the last time a, a win-win trade happened for both teams? Like, realistically, I mean, and I mean, like, thing, like a not, like a not, big not a high, high, high profile. You know, a no, block I mean, yeah, like yeah. There's high, a couple a high times profile. where two yeah, guys that are middling a, guys, a, get a, a third liner for a yeah. third liner, and you turn out and pan out to be. Yeah, both I mean, okay, I, you know, both good, useful players for that time. Like, I'm just trying to think, like, at the past, like, Stanley Cup champions of the last three or four years. Like, that I wouldn't even count trades. Shea Weber. I wouldn't even count Shea Weber for Subban as a win-win. No. Like, it never, it never panned out. It never really, like, yeah, both of them went to the Stanley Cup with their new teams, but, like. Weber was never the same. They both, but they both had one year, and that was about it. Like, yep. and then. They're yeah. both out of league. They're both out of league now. Yeah. Well, yeah, Subban's. Yeah, he's talking he on, on TV on ESPN. with his fucking chest hair. And, and Weber's so. on the Vegas Gold Knight books. Philadelphia, Philadelphia Vegas Knights, huh? Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's a good thing to think about. That's a good thing I have to look up off the top of my head. Like, that would. Because honestly, if big block plus a trade, you're never really going to help out both teams. It's both teams, whoever you do, you're never going to. That's what I mean. Win. Like, there's no never, one's ever going like, to win. But you thought last year going into the season, you would have thought Matthew Kachuk for Huberto and Uyghur was a great hockey trade that both teams were going to pan out good with. We both, and, I, I agree with that. We talked about this before. I agree. I but, thought it, and it But it didn't. You know what I mean? Like, and there's <laughs> no way, there's no way you can, like, so. We, like, Look at Calgary like, now. Everybody, everybody wants out. Everybody, yeah. It <laughs> besides is, we, besides Uyghur and Huberto, because they signed those long contracts. So I listen to Five Ninety, the fan, not St. Louis mm. version, all the time. The Toronto yeah. version on Sportsnet. Yeah. Mark Mar- Matt Marchese was in for uh, one of my favorite guys to listen to is Jeff Merrick. Mark I love Merrick. And Merrick and like Elliot Friedman. Their rapport is just unreal. Yeah, and they go back and forth. They, I like yeah, it. they have the podcast. They have all that. But, like, so since the draft is going on, Marchese is doing it, and he made the comment yesterday, I think. He was like, you know, in Calgary right now, it's like a high school party where all the, the – when the cool kid said he was going, everybody was going. The one cool kid said, I'm out, and everybody wants out. <laughs> yep, it's true. It's 100% dead on. Chuck wanted out. Oh, Goudreau's not resigning. Now, yep. you know, Huberto's not happy. Uyghur says this isn't a place that I – would want to spend the rest of my career. It's not a full NHL facility. Elias Hill or Elias Lindbergh. Mik- M- M- he wants out. Mikhail Backlund. Or doesn't want to resign. Backlund doesn't know if he wants to resign. Uh, Hannafin has said he's not resigning. To fully got we, traded. I was going to say that's, I was going to skip a trade because yep. we can touch on the backside yeah. of it too. Mm-hmm. And to fully goes to the Devils today, you know, for a third round pick and, uh, 
Yagor Sharangovich. Like, what a yeah. great name. I, saw, right, I love saying that. I didn't want to jump into it. I like saying that. Yegor. Yegor. Yeah. That's a great name. But, like, again, like, you know, and then the Devils sent Mackenzie Blackwood RFA rights to San Jose for uh, a six-round pick this year. So that's, again, for the day getting before. Something, get, getting something for nothing right there. Well, like, yeah, that's uh, injury they, prone, they weren't, Mackenzie. They weren't, yeah, and well, you got – I mean, with Akeem Schmidt, the way he came up and played, yeah. and then with uh, Vanacek. Yeah, Vitek. What a great name, too. Vitek. They're all right net, but, like, I don't know the last time I really remember the day before a draft having as many deals as this one. Yeah, normally, well, normally it's obviously trade deadline stuff. And like, Or, no, but June, I'm saying, like, June, this is, yeah. this is usually no, this draft is, day type yeah. of, tra- like, movage stuff. Well, like I think some I, of the names. The reason I think the reason why there's so many before is because the free agent class, the UFA free class, they, is so wild. Elliot down. Freeman kept talking about that. He's like, did he? Oh, I didn't, he's I like, didn't actually, he's I didn't like, yeah, he's today. like, you know, I talked to a lot of the executives and they love the trade market more, so much more than or trade market so much more than the free agent market, which is true. Like the free agent market isn't great. Like. Anymore, the free agent market is not good. Like, because teams don't let their guys get to free agency. And if they do, it's a Matthew Kachuk situation where it's like they're getting dealt before they they actually get there. Because yep. they, they can't pay them. So they're at least going to get something out of or, them. Yeah, waiting, they, know they, don't, like, they know they don't want to be paid by that team. So they're like, correct. well, we're not losing any. We're not getting nothing. They're not. And you don't want to change. Let, let them walk. The John Tavares deal is what, t- what changed pretty much all mm-hmm. of this. Yep. When Lou went there, wasn't able to get anything. Went to he went to Toronto. They got he he tried to he tried to he tried to play he tried to play all of his cars and Tavares all right well fuck you then and look what happened you got zero out of it and Tavares got paid yeah and he ended up in the same place he always wanted to go in and then that changed that changed the course of the uh, Islanders for three or four years they're still paying for that well yeah when you lose lose on him you know. Oh yeah. Oh, when I know. That, when a, you lose a top ten player in the league, guy. and, a, and a top, at that time he was top ten player in the league. God, I was. I would have swore up and down if somehow St. Louis was going to get him that year. I thought they were going to sign and trade because that was a rumor. It was like a bunch of guys going that way, and like now looking back, you glad you didn't. Thank you because we wouldn't have had O'Reilly, and I don't think we win. Like it was the same year we got O'Reilly on July first as as a deal. Yeah. And I remember that day, like I was sitting there um, watching Twitter or whatever, and and Hockey Net or NHL Network, and I'm like, "Oh, the Blues brought back David Perron, woohoo!" Like, "Oh, they signed Tyler Bozak." I swear to God, if that's the only guy they signed, like him and Perron, what the hell? And you're like, "They're not going to pull this trigger on O'Reilly." Like, there was rumored for a month now that like like blah blah blah, and then all of a sudden it was like seven o'clock at night. It's like Savoka. Tage Thompson, Berglund, first round pick, Will Carrier for Ryan O'Reilly. And you're like, holy, here we go. Here we go. That they they pulled the trigger. He pulled the he put the bullet in the chamber and let it go. I was Doug, shocked too. Doug is fearless. Dougie's fresh. Dougie's fresh, man. He I mean he's awesome. Well, that's why I'm excited I give him for that. tomorrow. Like there's there's we'll get into it here in a second. There's no way. The St. Louis Blues draft all three picks. There's there, Doug Armstrong is not going to the podium three times to say three different names tomorrow at 10, 25, and 29. Not a chance. It worked, it worked out last time, didn't it? 
They've had three, uh, they've mean, had three first rounders, right? Yeah, you mean when we uh, shipped Yuri Laterra and a first rounder to uh, Philly for Braden Shen, and then we drafted Robert Thomas, and then we shipped uh, Ryan Reeves yep. to Pittsburgh for a first rounder and Oscar Sunquist, and we took Clem Costin at the time, which um, for the Blues it didn't pan out, but he's doing a lot. No, I mean, but, but I mean, I'm saying it did, it did work out last time. I, yeah, I think we was... and, and we were together for that. <laughs> yeah, one. we were. Remember, yeah. remember at your house, we were running down the backyard screaming. Uh, like <laughs> I remember like, that. I just remember going. The Blues made a trade. It's with Philly. I'm like, like oh god, who what is the hell? who? Like at the time, it was like everybody thought Giroux, 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 and it's mm-hmm. like Braden Shen. You're like, okay, what'd you give up? Oh, a first round pick, and you're the pair. Okay, like, okay. Sign me. Like I remember, I remember you screaming. You were screaming. I was like, oh, "Holy shit!" Sign me up. Like I and I didn't even like know Shen was going to be the player Shen was. I was just happy that we got a Yori Latera deal. He got popped for a coke ring <laughs> a year and a half later. Yeah, in Finland. Like, and he's out of the league. So, yeah. I mean, he was good for the one run we had, but like, then you had... again, who is behind that? All these deals. And look at. I mean, same boat. I don't. I don't. I don't think we we uh, use both of our picks tomorrow either. I mean, we have the we have the number nine and the number seventeen pick. I don't think we. I don't think Stevie Y goes to podium twice tomorrow. I don't. I do. I just I because. Don't. Nine I do just because. I don't. I don't, I don't think. I don't think he will. The only way he doesn't is if he's not going at nine. I mean, the only way he does it is if we trade out. That's I don't what I'm think if he uses way, 17 to trade we, up, we, and that's we can why he talk about that nine either. We can talk about that one later. I have a couple of different theories. But yes, yeah, so, so uh, I don't, I think they do draft twice just because Stevie Y likes to have his prospects stash. Look, we already look have them, it. but yeah, but we're, we're so deep right now. We don't, we don't need it. We need to win now. You need to, you know, why you need it, kid, though? Kids now. You know why you need it, though? Because you might be moving some of those pieces for players. Like down the line, that's why you need it. Like Stevie Y is not dumb. Look at look at. Oh, oh I know he. I'm never trust me. Once we once no, we, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. like they constantly have these guys, and it's because they you, that you were looking to be like, oh, they're not going to pick, and they pick twice, and they ended up with, you know, Lorne well, and Point and Kucherov. Well, you know, like Vasilevsky. That was because he fucking he fleeced the Red Wings. But that's that's hearsay. I actually heard a thing about from again. You guys will know when we talk hockey during this podcast. I will sell cite Elliot Friedman a whole lot. Maybe maybe it'll somehow get him on our podcast at one point in time. That'd be gonna be awesome. Uh, <laughs> I think you might you might nut yourself if you get Elliot Galaxy you'd be, Brain. You'd be big a time. Stut, you'd be stuttering like a motherfucker. Galaxy Brain, big time. But uh, Elliot Friedman <laughs> made the point. He's like fangirl. He was like uh, you know an executive from a junior team was talking to me about. Their conversations with Steve Eisman. And he goes, I asked him, you know, do you like our prospects? And he wouldn't answer. And he wouldn't answer. And he wouldn't answer. So I asked him, I said, point blank. I go, why won't you tell me if you like our guys or not? He goes, because why would I tell you if I like your guys? If I tell you yeah, I like your guys, you guys might tell that to somebody else. And they jump in front of me and take your, the guy I want. A.K. Steve, Steve Eisman is playing three. Like we joke around St. Louis about it with Doug Armstrong. Steve Eisman is playing 3D chess while everybody else is playing checkers. Like 100%. just to think of it that way, like 
He's so, he's so tight-lipped. That's why when you hear these rumors come out of so-and-so and this, so-and-so, that, that's not coming from Steve Eisman. That's coming oh, from the other side. Oh, you know who else is very t- – exactly. Danny Briere, looking at you, new GM. You leaked the whole trade that was about to happen with Tory Crew because that doesn't Peter- come out – that doesn't come out from Doug Armstrong's team ever, the details nope. of a trade. Kind of like God, what I'm saying bad. to Stevie Wada, because with, with Ottawa, the whole Debrink is obviously the cat's out of the bag. Detroit's trying to get Debrink it. Like, I want him, obviously. Why wouldn't I want Debrink it? But Peter Doreen is the reason why that was anything was leaked. Because Stevie Y is not aware, no one on Stevie Y's side that below him leaks anything. Because if you leak something, guess what? You don't got a job. He'll send you packing. Yeah. So Stevie Y doesn't leak anything. He's the most tight lived GM in the league, hands down. There's no, no question. No, there's one tighter. There's Who? one tighter than both Doug Armstrong and Steve Eiserman. Who? I think he runs in mafia circles, Lou Lamarillo. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, 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 true. There's yeah, some, he has some he has some Lou some is, Lou he is, is Yeah, he has he has like, bodies underneath his porch for sure. There there are times that like it would happen with Precede. They said that he was signed like four months before. Apparently the paperwork was signed four months before the Islanders announced it a couple of years ago. Like that's how tight uh, four months is an exaggeration, but I think it was like six weeks. He had already had signed the contract before it finally got out because that's how tight of a ship Lou Lamarillo keeps it. I mean, it makes sense. That's the, that's the only guy. Like I think Lou is the number one. And then I think it's one, a one B between, Armstrong and Iserman on who keeps it the quietest. And I mean, I don't knock them. Let me look at the track records of three. Look at the three guys you're talking about. Yeah. Three of the best gyms in NHL history, in our, for our lifetime at least. They have a track record. I mean, it's obviously working. Well, and one of them is a good Team Canada GM, and the other is just always a good assistant Team Canada mm-hmm. GM up there mm-hmm. in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Hey, it is what it is. It's it's true. I'm trying to not not knock. That's it. why the, that's why the rumors of like Armstrong going to. Toronto. I was like, why would the Blues ever let him walk? No. Tell me what tell me why the Blues would ever let him out of his contract and walk. No, our Army only only way Army leaves is if Army wants to leave. And I don't see Army leaving. Well, and here's the thing. What's he gonna do? Leave his vice president of hockey operations position to go be his, just the GM under yeah. Brendan Shanahan, who has that he's, title in Toronto. He's cush cush right now, dude. He's he's a puppet master. Like, he does everything. On. He has all the strings pulling. Like, I don't blame him. And then well, I yep. don't know what Toronto brings in Brad Tree looking like. Dude, you just saw the guy with Dealy made. Like, yeah, he got two decent players for Matthew Kachuk, but no, he was dealt a bad hand. But like, it reminds me of Edmonton signing Ken Holland. Same kind of thing. Brandon well, Ken Holland kind of fucked the wings. Think, and then all of a sudden, I, here's I Edmonton. Think, I'll, we'll take him. I think I understand the Toronto one a little bit more. Shanahan's like, okay, look, we, we had Lou Lamarillo. We were doing good. Then we tried your ownership way of bringing in Kyle Dubas. That didn't work. Uh, yeah, got, mommy, we mommy, got, daddy, drop him off we at got, work. We got handed to it ourselves in these contract negotiations where we're paying William Nylander, which is still the best value of the contract. William Nylander, $6 million. Mitch Marner, $13 million. Austin Matthews, $13 million. John Tavares, $13 million. Yeah, I think actually Marner's 11, and I think Matthews is... 12 whatever but the point being like lou doesn't have that happen to him lou no, does I, not get walked all over the contract negotiations so no. then i think shanahan's like look we tried your way with this this bs we're going back to my way of a guy that knows what he's doing and he's done it for a while in the league 
Like Tree Living was a good. He built a he good was. team in Calgary. He was. They had a great. It's team. not his fault that ownership has a junior, and, junior style locker room that you know, and and didn't want to sign. He didn't. They they put the money in wrong places. They should have put the money in the right places. And they I don't fine. even think it's that. I think it's just. Oh, I think Shohei said Homer. Oh yeah, he had a bomb Oppo. <laughs> Oppo taco. Sorry, we're both watching the Angels and White Sox game. And random, then, uh, but anyways. But yeah, so I think uh, I think if they would have just had a better facility, they might have had a better. Like Kachuk, the other thing is, is when are when are Canadian teams gonna stop worrying about having an American superstar? The Americans don't want to stay in Canada for li- their life. Like, look at it. You know, Goudreau, don't want, yeah, Kachuk. It happens all the time. Like, I I will bet significant amount of money Matthews does not. Oh hell no! I don't think he really wants to be there. I, I mean, don't think. Yeah, he might he's, stay there just because of his name would paid. be like no, not even just getting paid. His name would be like everything. Stone, if they do win, the, if they do win the cup, yeah, he would like he didn't ha- he wouldn't have to do another thing and because he's in well, Toronto yeah. and won a cup in well, Toronto, he'd be, what, he'd be in the hall 67? of fame. Sixty-seven was sixty-seven the last time they won. So I mean, yeah, I mean he's he'd be a legend. They'd have a, a statue outside uh, outside Eric Hansen I mean, Center for him. Think of all the all the guys that write for the Hall of or that vote for the Hall of Fame are Toronto based. So like he he wouldn't have to score another goal in the NHL and he'd get voted in because oh he brought a cup back to Toronto. Oh Toronto, 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 Toronto. the hockey mecca, yep. blah blah blah. Like which again, I love Toronto hockey radio. Me too. That's why that's why I love to see like the reason I I like watching them play hockey. I would love to see them go in a deep run. I would love to see how well they do in the playoffs. But at the same time, I love the day. Day one, day two, and day three after them getting knocked out. I especially when they get knocked out in the first round after like blowing a big league. I'm like, give it to me every year because it is amazing to just watch that city burn. Yeah, especially the, when remember when, the when Boston came back. When Boston came back. How about last year when they were up three one over Tampa? Same thing. They were up three one over Boston. Yeah, but that was like year one of it all. That was before, you know. It was still awesome. I'm just but saying, I'm, like, but it's I'm still saying, awesome because. Like, this was last year. Yeah. When, like, it's finally like, okay, they've done it once. Now they need to get over the And then it's like, oh, my God, this is now the, like, it's not just Boston anymore. It's Toronto or it's Tampa now Tampa. that they can't do it. You know, like, then Tampa goes back to the cup, and it's just like, and then they're like, oh, see, we we took the cup champs. The game. You had a 3-1 lead, and you couldn't close them out. Like, that's bad. It makes it, it makes it. It sounds worse. It's worse if it like that up three one you lose. Yeah, it's worse. <laughs> what they try to spin it and then they yeah, call they for every. Yeah. They call yeah. for everybody's head the next day. They want everybody traded. They want every other guy in the league that's a superstar to somehow work his way to Toronto on these magical deals. It's just it's it's absolutely hilarious, and I'm here for it every second of every year when they get knocked out of the playoffs. Oh yeah, I, de- I definitely put a, a, a bookmark those uh, podcasts when they get knocked out for sure. Go listen to them, hundred percent. Um, but yeah, that's about all for trades. Now let's get into the sum of the draft. Uh, so like we said, Detroit. We'll just talk first round. Detroit picks at nine, and they pick at seventeen, which is from uh, the Islanders via Vancouver in the uh, Heronic deal. Great trade by us last year. Um, and the Blues pick at 10. And 
25 via Toronto in the Achari slash O'Reilly deal. And 29 via from Dallas via the Rangers in the Tercinko deal because of the condition was they got the lowest of the Rangers slash stars picks. But like back to that deal. Doug Armstrong pulled that deal two weeks before the deadline and took the first round pick away from your rival Chicago Blackhawks. And because you knew that's the only place that Kane was going to accept the deal. You got that asset. They did not get that asset. Chef's so, kiss for Doug Armstrong again. Two birds, one stone. You got another first round pick, and you didn't let your, your rival get the first round pick. Very, very stinky, and I love it. But, I mean, let's be real. Connor Bernard's going one. Adam Fantilli's Duh. going two. Now, that's where it gets tricky. That, I was going to say that that is that might be where the draft starts. The draft might also start just at five because I well, think realistically, I think Columbus, Columbus takes Leo, Leo Carlson as well. I think I Columbus's think. pick is fully dependent on Anaheim. I'm just assuming Anaheim's not going to be dumb and they're going to take Fantilli. Yeah. And, and I mean, if they take Carlson, then Fantilli goes to Columbus. Whatever. So it's the top three. Yeah, top three, I think, are set in stone. It's just the um, way two and three go. And then four. I, I mean, all of a sudden now, Kevin Weeks put out his uh, uh, mock draft today at 8 a.m. And he now has Mikov going to the Sharks at four. But Really? And then he's got Cardi Bo- uh, Colby Barlow from the Owen Sound going to Montreal at five and Will Smith dropping to six in Arizona. Flyers taking Rombach. Ryan Leonard, uh, the Capitals. Yeah, of course. Oh, one pick and, up. And who, did, pick who, did I say, who did I say the wings were going to take? Which one? Who did I text you last night the wings were going to take? Wood? That is who he's, he's got. Matthew Wood of UConn would, going to the wings. I love it. I love There's three guys. And I then want, he's, so. got, three. he's got Gabe Perro going to the Blues at 10. Which it's I don't think. pick either. No, I, don't think he's, I don't think he's going to get there. I don't think you guys take him. Uh, I don't think the Blues take him because he's under 5'10", and they have a lot of small guys right now. Exactly. They want, they want a big body guy. That Wood would I, be your ideal for you guys. Yes, Wood. Or, I mean, I, I, I they were talking about you guys um, taking maybe, that Sandine Palika too. Yeah, uh, yeah, but he's like five, whatever, too. He's uh, he's a five ten defenseman. We don't need any small, more, more small defensemen. Uh, that's why, that's no. why I didn't, I didn't quite understand why people had you guys taking him. No, the other, where is he? Uh, He's kind of all falling all the way down. The buzz name in St. Louis right now is Samuel Honzik. If that's how you say Honzik, Honzik, whatever. Yeah, the dude from the dub. Yeah, out of Vancouver. Six, three and a half. Left He's lane. a monster. Six, three and a half, 186. Shoots left-handed. Like, that's the buzz name here in St. Louis the past, like, couple days. The buzz also is that they're not drafting three picks. And uh, trade out or up? 
ahead, trading up, taking two of those, and you try to get higher no, in the draft, no, or just trading no, trade no. out. And, and they they will not they will not leave Nashville with their top four defensemen being their top four defensemen. Really? Yeah. Who do you who do you who you want? Oh, there's a couple. No, there's a couple different things. So one of those picks might get moved with Tory Krug or Nick Letty to go somewhere. And then one of those picks might also go up to Calgary for a uh, left-handed defenseman that uh, wears 55, but maybe here he'd that have ball, to wear that something Boston else. Wants. No Hannafin? Yeah, yeah. yeah Boston, I heard Boston's trying. That's what Boston's trying to do, get create cap spaces to trade for him and re-sign Bertuzzi. Uh, I think Boston but. is creating cap space for another guy that's a left-handed defenseman. Which one? That wears 47, and he's worn 47 for them before. I think they want to bring back Krug. You think? Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, Gossesper, I was thinking maybe they sign signing Gossesper because Gossesper doesn't say I think he goes to, Carolina. I think he goes, to, I think he goes to Florida. Back to Florida? Yeah. Florida wants a left-handed puck-moving defenseman. He's still got it. I take. I think, well, you just got to know that he's not an actual top four. He's a power play specialist and he's a play six. You know what I mean? Like, but he also, you can't spend, you can't overpay for him. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, you give him well, four, you, four, you half. Can't, yeah, you can to an extent because he's a power play guy. You can give him a little extra, but like, you can't, you, you can't expect him to be on a shutdown pair with like, yeah, Rato Gudis. Yeah. You know, like, not gonna work for you. Never. I mean, that's the type I'll, of stuff that, like, I mean, a lot of fans don't understand. Um, because they're all couch and know everything. Yeah, everybody's got to kind of be slotted in the correct positions. Um, you know, but whatever. And I'm excited for tomorrow, either way you look at it. I know we haven't really talked about it. There's a lot of deep, 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 deep players in this draft. Obviously, well, the yeah. top the top three, four, the cream of the crop. I wasn't going to have the top. They're going to be the foam, the coffee. But there's some good sleeper picks towards the middle. <clears throat> excuse me, middle of the first round. Well, not only that, they also talk about this draft being like the deepest draft like second round or third round picks in this draft are like skill point wise whatever you want to call it like equivalent to like high-end second round picks in years past so like i agree you can you can like there's people that are saying like you could come up you could come away if you do it correctly with three to four everyday guys in this one draft and like three years in two years, playing top minutes. That, yeah, that would be like, I mean, stuff that's never heard of before. You know, like, which is awesome, and that's why it's yeah. why it's gonna be hard for you. I don't, I don't see a lot of trades moving up in this draft. I don't for this year. Uh well, as, we as like the years past, you've, you've heard grumblings of like well, people report, trying to trade up. But we talked about the Canadians trading. Giving away their first round pick already for New Hook. Apparently, they are looking at trying to trade out of five, also, which is why I said 
Stevie Y <laughs> might not pick twice because if he's not picking twice, that means he's not picking at nine, aka nine seventeen to Montreal for five. Montreal for five. I don't see it happening. I don't. I think. I think he's. I mean, yes, he's maybe just posturing, saying that he's he's content with content with, or basically saying he's going to draft a feels confident in draft at nine. I think he's right on that. Like the stuff like that when he's when he says something, when he's not tight lipped, it means he's going to do that. So I think he said he he sees himself drafting at nine. He never said he saw himself drafting at seventeen. If you really read between but, lines, what I'm saying, my point though is, if 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 Will Smith or Ryan Leonard are sitting there and Montreal really wants out of five, here's 17, and they take 17 and nine. That's also if Mitch Koff is off the board. No, Mitch Koff, um, no, Montreal, no, no, they, no. They said if, they said if, if Montreal, Mitch Koff is at five, Montreal's taking them. No, they, they, fall, don't they fall in love with them. It's not even not talked about anymore. They're already sh- – there doesn't matter since, who's there. They, they since this morning? Since this morning? This, is, David, this came up as of today. David Pinota was talking about, it. yeah, they're they've been shopping it, no matter what, all day today. Yeah, because as of today, that's what they're saying. I didn't read that. I said as of today, I I, I was <laughs> they've been shopping. Mott Vay's there because I don't want that guy. Who know who know knows if he's going to come over or not? No, if he does yeah. come over, I mean that's a great fucking first round pick. I mean, but let's who be knows real. what he's going to do? He's not going to fall past. He won't fall past Washington, and that's probably the best no. place for him to go. Oh, for sure. He's because, trying to he, he's trying to do that whole thing that Yager did. I'm not even saying that because there's two forces in Washington that uh, he won't have to fit. He won't actually play out his full contract in the KHL. He'll be over quicker because Vladimir's buddy Alex Ovechkin will be like Vladimir, send him over. Come on now, come on. Let's go. Let's get serious. Yeah. Give me, give me those, give me, give me those duffel bags. He'll yeah. have the duffel bags with him, full of cash. He'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. I agree Absolutely. with you. I know, I know, hundred percent. But I just don't think he's going to get to eight. I don't think he makes eight to Washington unless Washington moves up. I don't think he's going to get to Washington. I mean, but the thing is, is who else? Like, there's only one other team that I think could actually sit and wait for him, and it's Arizona. And they might. I mean, why do they give a fuck? They don't care. They've they've give they give everybody because, else because Bill Armstrong. Is the Doug Armstrong belief of thinking and like why risk it? Because they can. Because they're not staying there. <clears throat> yeah, but I mean, what's he gonna do? It sit with Logan Cooley? Like it's not gonna work out well with those two. Because he's going, he's going back to Minnesota. They also he's going have, back to college. They also again. Have no, they also have no defenseman, meaning Reinbach's probably their. Yeah. Reinbach, oh yeah. I mean, he's. I think. I think they take Reinbach at six myself. And yeah, um, so the other thing, what what changes a guy's mind from a week before having a press conference saying, "If I'm not the GM of the Toronto Maple Leafs, I will not be a GM or part of an organization anywhere else," and then all of a sudden you're the GM in Pittsburgh, aka Kyle Dubis. What? Well, he- the- yeah, that was that was a curveball and a half. I mean, what was I mean? First off, what was Pittsburgh thinking? Do you see what he just did in Toronto? And now you have a a team that's had Sidney Crosby and Malkin for 15, 16 years, seventeen years, whatever maybe, and you're letting well, them screw over your team. They were they're I mean, they just, turnover. They, they just had two other guys that weren't just as bad in Hextall and uh, 
Brian Burke. Brian Burke's awesome. I love me some Burke. But, so. I'm, but I'm saying as a hockey guy anymore, Brian Burke is – he's great as a don't-have-my-tie-done commentator guy on TSN or Sportsnet now. The new Don I mean, Cherry. His fucking hair is the best. The new Don Cherry, but I don't know yeah. about him being the president of a hockey organization. Hockey ops. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't understand what the Pittsburgh's thinking. I don't give him dubious that – Unless unless Dubis is sitting there as a as the puppet, and someone's pulling all the strings for him, he's just looking there just for the face, show the face. We might hear we might hear things of tampering in a little bit. Yeah, I mean, there's already reports out there that uh, some AM thirty four. Yeah, there Dubis and that management group are too tight and too close. I that, mean, uh, yeah, you know, all of a sudden there's there's the Crosby replacement. I mean, do you blame? I mean, I guess it's smart by Pittsburgh. Do you blame them? I as long as you don't get caught, don't get take caught. Your run. Well, it's not even that. Then you just you just say take your run at them. Here you go. Maybe that connection will work out for us. Now, granted, I think I honestly think he leaves less. He leaves Toronto less now. Than I did 24 hours ago, though. Yeah. Yeah. Because because the Kings don't have money anymore. True. That's why. I mean, when, where else in the West Coast could he go? Well, especially if Arizona leaves Arizona. Yeah. There's no other. I mean. Vegas doesn't have money. Anaheim's Anaheim. Uh, I mean, they're, no, Ana- they're no. They're no. They're no. Anaheim's Anaheim. I mean, it's a nice, it's a nice area. Him and Fantilli. But does he want to? Him, does, he, Tilly, does he want? Zegris, does he want to wait Fantilly? that long until, until they're ready? It's only one year. If you put him on that team with Fantilli after one year, Troy Terry, Zegris, Mac, oh, McTavish. Yeah, McTavish. I mean, you still technically have Gibson. He he wants out. If but you're I guess, saying, I mean, yeah, I know. Skirt, hey, wait a minute. And the USA stick goaltender around, stick around one more year. Matthews is coming. Okay, and Verbeek can, is a guy that is tight-lipped about everything he does. I wonder why. Where'd he come from? Well, he's always been that way, though. But where he's, was he at before? Yeah, where he's was under, he under Stevie Y. But I'm talking about even when he's a player, being the weirdo he was with that half face shield visor he wore. Oh, the, the right ear? Look oh, at the fucking right ear. His, his chin, he had a fresh chin, that's for sure. Never had luck in the chin. But uh, yeah, so the draft tomorrow be interesting. We shall see what exactly happens there. Um, I'm expecting a lot of fireworks. I expect trades, but I don't expect that's like, what I'm saying. Fireworks, like player, like. player trades, and maybe maybe draft picks for the years to come, 2024, 2025, more than or late round 2023s. I don't see the top three rounds ish unless teams have multiple, like the Red Wings, the Blues, teams like that have those multiples. I don't see many trading hands. I don't see teams that have like one third round pick getting rid of that third round pick. I don't see it happening. I think they stay put. I think it depends on. I think this is a situation. Draft. Yeah, I think this is a draft where teams have two mindsets. And this sounds really bad because I think teams probably always have these two mindsets. But I think these are the two where like cliche. This this is your year that you might have the biggest divide of teams that are saying, "Don't care, best available to." 
nope, we like this one specific guy, and we don't care what we have to do to get this one specific guy, or if we take him a higher 20, than he should be. 20 you know, picks whatever. ahead, what, yeah. what the analysts are saying, the, the, the geniuses, I think the this experts. Is, yeah, this is going to be like the biggest gap, I think, between those two thinkings and like the most like hard-headed of those two thinkings that'll happen just because just because, like, it I think it's also a, we'll see how it'll show how many how much pull each GM has in their organization too. If 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 your president and or your owners are say, okay, you want yeah. this guy, but I want this guy. See who really has who has the fucking kahunas, or or your scouts who goes to bat for who on those. Like I, I it'll be fun. It'll be uh, I'm excited. Trust me. I'm, I'm, I mean, I can't the first wait. pick is anticlimactic. The second yeah. pick, I think, is anticlimactic. Should be anticlimactic, but you don't know. People, that, I mean, third is where I think what's where it sets it up. I Depending mean, on, there's, I've there's also three heard. Guys. I've also heard that like, could you see Anaheim taking maybe Verbeek is this guy like kind of like Eisenman, where he's like, this is my guy. Don't really care. We'll wait on him. AKA Mo Sider. Could Mitchkov be going to to Anaheim? I mean, and Verbeek the, just says, "Screw it." We'll wait. You, the way you say, because they can wait. I mean, guys, you. I mean, we just talked about it two minutes, three minutes ago. The guys you named, all those young guys, they they are sitting there waiting. They can wait. Yeah. But do, do you think they wait because they have Getzoff and in the waning of his career, they does he want to win now? Type thing. I don't think Give, that's, as respect for him. I don't think that's that'll be it at all. Um, I just don't think they. Because then, if 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 Fantilli doesn't go too, Columbus is running up there, getting their ass up there. Let's get this fucking. Jersey Are they? He might be. Too. He might be hated in that city. What? Because Columbus I, at that point? No, I I I I think he I think he would like. I don't want. I'm not signing here. He, he might be that guy to say, <laughs> "I'm not signing here." No, he's Canadian. He doesn't understand the rivalry as much. <laughs> oh, I, I think he quite understands the rivalry. Michigan not- men understand the rivalry no matter what it is. This guy's not a real Michigan man. Come on. He's still a Michigan man. He's One not, year. He's, he's still a Michigan man. He's not still Bo, Michigan man. He's not Bo Schemblack. He's still a Michigan man, though. No, he's not. He's oh, I got the most money from this school to play hockey. That's all I cared about. Hey, still I could hey. I could have been making twice as much of this in the OHL from London paying me under the table, but I came here instead. I don't blame him. They got him to the number two overall draft pick. Man, it could have I mean, been number if, one. If, if it was... wasn't if it wasn't for Bedard, he wouldn't he'd be going number one. It was a year earlier, a year later, he might be number one. Facts. You're not wrong. Um, yeah, so let's I don't know. We'll go from there. So we talked some hockey. We talked uh I don't know. What else we got? So like I said, we'll talk baseball, we'll talk football, we'll mainly talk a lot of college football. Um I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk, talk a lot, a lot of, of knee, NFL, not a lot of knee knee biting Dan Campbell quotes. Um, and, and, and for once, the, the the NFL, I can actually talk NFL. Be confident in talking NFL. Besides, like, hey, we we have a chance to win four games. Hey, we have a chance to win five games. Hey, we have a chance to win the division this year. So, I mean, for me, that's positive for me. I haven't I haven't seen a playoff win since 1991. Okay, 1991 was the last yeah, time the Lions. Who's in the backfield for that team? B. The curse of Barry Sanders, the, the Detroit B. Lions. 
the curse of Barry Sanders, the Detroit Lions. Well, it was the curse of Scott Mitchell, but whatever. No, it's the curse of Barry Sanders retiring early. That's what it is. I don't blame him. I don't blame him for retiring early. They didn't put anybody you, you, you do realize that somehow the Packers are still going to probably win this division. No. Watch. No. Watch. It's the I, Packer I, way. I'm, 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 I'm more Jordan, the, Jordan the Bears over the Bears over fucking Green Bay. No. Yes. The Bears have what? They have a, a defense. Running, they have a no. They don't. Yeah. They have no. They have no. They don't. They have no. Green Bay has offense. They have Green Bay no doesn't pass have offense. Jordan Love no. is not the answer. Uh, guess what he can do if he's not the answer? Hand Run. the ball to AJ Dillon and Adam Jones or Aaron Jones and say. Here you go. Yeah, they're gonna stack have a little stack the box then because I'm trying That's, to get around. Okay, it. and then he can throw one little slant to every once in a while to Christian Watson and he's gone. Yeah, or but Robert not, Dobbs. not 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 the Lions. The Lions secondary upgraded every position. They're set there. They can play a bump and run. They I'm can play. Saying, they can play a some, zone. But they can play a dime. It's the Lions, and you have Jared Goff. That's not the SOL. It's not, it's not the SOL anymore. The issue Goff wasn't the issue last year. I'm not saying he me? is. I'm not saying he is, but. He might find more ways to lose the division this year. No, I don't think than, so. Than Green Bay. That's no, t- I, me, I do mean, I think I'll, do I think Green Bay actually wins the division? No, but no. do I think Green Bay is number two in the division? Yes. That's close. I don't know. I, I think Chicago might have the upper hand. I really do. No. Chicago a, has a, a running a, back playing quarterback. Trust me, I watched offense. enough. They I do know, not have a decent decent offense. Yeah, they do. They Their do offensive not. line's good. No, it is not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes. The offensive line was the worst offensive line in, in football last year, and they did nothing. Nothing. You'll see. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. The only one I'm that the- I would say that they have an okay offense is if they go sign Devin Cook. Well, they're not going to get him because Miami offered him a contract today. I'm so, just, But I'm just saying, like, yeah, I know. if they pull something out, like, because they have a running back playing quarterback. And what's DJ Moore done in his life? One catch last year. The Hail like, Mary, they'll win the game at the end of the year. That they well, fucked like, up. He had, so, he had Cam Newton for a while. What did he do? At the end of a Cam Newton's, Cam Newton was a bum when he was with him, though. No, DJ Moore's five, six years in the league. He was a, he was a year after he got drafted the year after they went to the Super Bowl. I know. So Cam wasn't bad then. He started, well, he's, oh, he started to. DJ Moore is not the answer. No, I never said DJ Moore. They also gave up a second round pick for Chase Claypool. Those are their two wide receivers. They have a tight end. And Darnell Mooney. Cole Komet still he still catches the ball. He's okay. He's but he's not. And he's a Notre Dame guy. I'm actually agreeing with saying a Notre Dame guy is good. You got you got to give me some. But my point being they're not good. I just my point being is obviously my point being is Lions are gonna win win the division. They're built that. like they're built like when the Baltimore I'm, Ravens what, won the what Super Bowl. I'm, what I'm saying, this division is between the Lions and the Packers, and we will see how. Jay I hope you're right. Defense. I hope right because I hope you're right because I think that Detroit is will stump, be will stump off. They're, I wrote them off. Kirk Cousins is a bum. He stole eighty million dollars out of a city. Thank you. Well, I mean, he was good for a little while, but you know. And then I mean, he has like, Justin Jefferson. Also, that's about it. So I look at this also like as a half Bears fan because my wife's from Chicago and a half Packers fan because I've always liked the Packers and I like Rodgers, but Rodgers isn't there anymore. But it's, 
still just, I still just like the the green. They still like the green and the yellow. Maybe it's because like if you really think about it, like St. Louis Cardinals and the Green Bay Packers are like the same organizations for the respective leagues. They're always winners. I'll never agree with you on that one. I'll agree with the Cardinals are. I'll never agree with no, the Packers. <laughs> they're the same. They're the they're the model organizations. Like they model each other in those leagues. I'm saying yeah, like yeah. the historically good teams with they built they build it, market, they build it, yes, they build it the right, right way, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. All that's right. So maybe that's why I kind of like I've always liked them too, but like as a guy that watches a lot of Bears games. Bears just aren't good, and I don't understand why they did not try to get Zadarius Smith when the Vikings were trading him to the Cleveland Browns because they didn't want to pay Roquan Smith. They have no money, or they have tons of money. They have uh, a secondary that sucks. Uh, Their best secondary piece is Eddie Jackson, who is a safety uh, they have no corners that can actually cover anybody. They have no offensive ru- or defensive line rush because they traded Robert Quinn and they don't have anybody else. Yeah, they're just. I, a dumpster I, I hope fire. you're. I hope you're right. I no, hope you're I, trust, trust me. me. <laughs> they are a dumpster fire, especially on defense. The only thing that they're going to get lucky with is the fact that Justin Fields is going to have some highlight real runs because he's a running back playing quarterback. And he can make a throw if it's wide open, and as long as it's his first read. I mean, the good thing about that is, at least those wide receivers are fast. I mean, you have to get open. If he Chase Claypool scrim- cannot jumps for no, balls when he's wide I'm, open. I'm like, talking about Darnell. I'm saying Darnell Mooney and DJ. Darnell Mooney is five six. He's going to get his head taken off. He's fast as fuck, though. He's not. He is. He actually is no, quick. Yes, not, he is. He's he's not a burner. He's just a quick no, twitch guy. And he'll get open. No, he's going to get his head taken off, and he misses half the games anyways because he's got hamstring problems or he's got ankle problems or he's got a heart attack or whatever. Hey, I'm just trying to be play devil's advocate here, okay? If I'm you, tired you, of the excuses. <laughs> it's not religious thing. Deep down, do you really think that I want them to do good? Come on now, let's no, get serious. I'm just, saying, like, I'm just trying I'm, to – I'm trying I, to – hey, I know, glass I'm half full, too, right? They're, they're – I usually am. The Bears, I am saying they're half full by saying they might get five wins. <laughs> I think that the cup fell over. It spilled the milk. Like, I truly think, like, their ceiling is six wins. If that. I mean, if they, they get two division wins, I'll be shocked. No, I mean, like, I don't know. They they have a, an easy schedule-ish type of thing because of the divisions they play. Some with, like, they still have, they get to play Washington again, so that'll help out. I don't know. Justin Fields just—he's not the answer. But everybody in Chicago thinks he's the answer, and it's tiresome because, like, it's just not that good. He's an Ohio State quarterback, you know. Exactly. Said. When was the last one that panned out? Do, 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 um. Do, do, do. But yeah, but yeah so. uh, I don't know. What what else can we? So, I mean, I'm, for us, for once, I can, actually, I, can, actually, I can be excited about the Lions for once. I mean, they're doing the right things. I mean, they, they drafted right. I mean, they stuck with their – they stuck with – still don't know why they traded DeAndre Swift, but whatever. I do. No need him. He's I – mean, for what – we already have the running backs. And David Montgomery is going to be a stud for us. 
Trust me, I've seen him at the Bears. He can't stay on the field long enough. That's the yeah, issue. But, yeah, but we actually have we have a top, top five offensive line in the NFL. In I understand that, but my point being is, why'd you give Montgomery money? You gave you Montgomery's getting more money than one more year DeAndre Swift, where you could have just ran him into the ground and then got a new guy at the draft next year to go behind Gibbs. Because yeah, we, I mean, we we already did. We got Gibbs. That's why so we already got that running back. So I mean, obviously, a different style. But he's, I mean, he's DeAndre Swift. He catches the ball like DeAndre Swift, and he's better and he's younger. And he's DeAndre playing for less. Swift. DeAndre Swift is so yeah, good. He, yeah, he's, yeah, but his duties, he can't stay on the field either. Stays on the field more than you will see. He stays on the field more. David Montgomery stays on the field about as much as Charles Rogers. But he doesn't, but he doesn't need to do that much for us this year. Dave Think Montgomery of that name I just said. Think of that I name know. I just said. I know. I know. Yeah. I, know. I heard it. I, I know. I know. Yeah. Michigan State kid. I know who you're talking about. I know. But. Was he the With fourth a, of the four wide receivers taken? Third or fourth? Years? Third or fourth? He 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 was trying to used to be trying to steal all people steal from people's houses. And Matt caught. Miller was a genius taking so many wide receivers back to, <laughs> back to back to back to back. I mean, at least he finally hit on one in uh, Calvin Johnson. But yeah, but we also ruined his career too. So what's the difference? We've ruined two of the best players in their positions' careers. No, Matt Millen. Matt Millen literally. He came back, uh, started doing uh, analysts for ESPN and yeah. Fox, whatever it was, what and they, the they had to take him. They, they had to take him. They let him do a, a, a Lions game. He had to go under. They had to take him underground and should hide him because he fucking probably want to get killed because of what he did to us. Like, what were they thinking? But he okay. Let's be real. Besides drafting the guys he drafted like that, he wasn't that bad. Like, not enough to get death threats. No. No, uh, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't ever. You know that. what I mean? mean? Like no one, no one, but no one in the right mind deserves a death threat for for something like that. Like, come on, no, well, like, get totally like he, serious. He but. also took guys that like had good college careers in spots that we need in the spots where he drafted it. Or it's just needs. four straight years of drafting in the same need because you missed the year before in the White House. <laughs> yeah, darted the board, darted Joey Harrington. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Man, he was so good in Oregon. Fell in with the uniforms. Hey, what? That's when they rolled out the blacks too. The blacks on so, Thanksgiving Day. Joey, Joey Harrington, Harrington was blacks. so fucking bad, dude. Joey Harrington so blacks. Bad. That's when they rolled him out. God, he's rolled him out. He's so awful. But yeah, so it's. I mean, back I mean, to my point. Like, the who's line, worse? I mean, Joey Harrington. <laughs> or Dan Orlovsky. <laughs> at least, at least he didn't step out. He was He was wearing a Detroit Lions <laughs> uniform when he ran out the back of the end zone and didn't even realize they kept playing. That was not me still running. That was pretty. They, they showed the highlight not too long ago, and he has yeah. been making fun of him on uh in the that, morning. That show. guy is the hot take master. Yeah, he, he gets pissed about God knows what. It's too, no it's too easy. It's too easy to get him going. It's, it's, he's a Skip Bayless type. Yeah, that's why. true. 2.0. Yeah. I mean, same. We're, I mean, we're built like the built kind of like when Baltimore was, though. You know, a, a good defense, a quarterback that's not gonna not gonna win you a game, but he's not gonna lose you a game. Look at golf did last year. He didn't he didn't lose us any games last year. He won us games last year. But now he has offensive weapons, and a top, arguably a top three offensive line. A secondary, we've never had a secondary behind them. Third what? best wide receiver in the division. Third best. 
that's Third close. Best. That's Third close. Best. Him and Christian Watson are, are two way. Christian two Watson two because of the height, the height. I two A two B. So it's been two A two B. They're they're because of the height. Second. I say number Watson. one is. I mean, no number one is obviously it's yeah. a, a no brainer. Justin fucking Jones. platinum teeth. That's a no brainer. Now ask me this at the end of next year, and we'll see if maybe Watson and Amon Ra are three four. There might be another number nine that would be just as good as that number nine in Green Bay. If he can stay in the field, stop gambling. Jameis Williams, Jameson Williams, uh, if, dude. He, he, I'm not the, talking about him. I'm talking about there might be another guy who uh, is opposite 18, wearing 17 in Minnesota. That could be the second guy. Who? Jalen Addison. Osborne. Addison. Oh, Addison. I forgot about Addison. KJ Osborne still in uh, Minnesota. Yeah, but he wears 11, doesn't he? Thielen was so. oh, Thielen was nineteen, maybe, I thought, uh, maybe seventeen. Can't you, Addison maybe yeah. That dude, maybe, that dude's yeah. fucking huge. That was a that was a steal for that first round pick for him. But yeah, that's that's what that might be number two, mainly because he puts up the numbers because he's opposite of Justin Jefferson. Well, he, he's going to get the he's going to get the ball. I mean, yes. and I mean, not only get the ball, Kirk Cousins can throw the ball. I give him that. He can chuck the motherfucker up. But, but what teams are going to throw it to? Well, you let's be real. You have a bias on him since day one. Because he oh, picks, absolutely. Because he picked Sparty over Michigan, yeah, I, and he was four and zero against the old may, maze and blue. You may or may not be right. I'm not going to say you're right. I'm not going to say you're wrong. Is so that, is that, was, is that, is that a fair assessment? If he was 4-0, that means he was 2-0 in the big house, and he was 2-0 in East Lansing. So he kind of owns your soul. Okay, you can stop talking about this because if DT actually listens to this podcast, he's going to have a fucking heart on for the next two years because you're talking positive about his fucking bum-ass Sparty. I mean, since I've but been yes. alive... Since I've been alive, I think Sparty has won more games than the Maze and Blue in that rivalry. Oh, probably be, it'd probably be 50 50, to tell you the truth. Well, okay, let's say this the Maze and Blue has had more embarrassing moments. That's okay, sure. duh. Oh, yeah. How about the. How hey, about, let's punt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fucked. And there yeah. it goes. And the best part is the guy that scores a touchdown. That's the last game he ever played. The play ever had, ever had was that play, too. He broke his fucking back. And he, uh, but hey, he got the win. You know, remember that meme? It's that one meme, the famous meme, that, that uh, Michigan fan in the crowd. <laughs> he he did the old from uh, the last dance, the curly hair guy, where he's like, <laughs> yeah, it's embarrassing. I mean, you can always talk about the field goal loss in uh, in the big house too, Appalachian State. Yes, that's pretty embarrassing. But we've also had the last couple of years. We've also let's just start off. We've also also had a resurgence in the last couple of years and have made our our rivals look like complete fools. So, well, that's just because the Big Ten sucks at football. I'm giving a flying fuck. The Big Ten sucks at football. We're beating. We get, it's two games here. You got to win. Got to be. You got to beat little brother and you got to beat Ohio. You win those. It's a. It's a. It's a positive year. Until you go play a team from Texas and talk about. Oh, we're JJ McCarthy. We're from up north, and we're going to show those Texas boys how to play. Oh, TCU just ran all over you guys. Shut the hell up. But the thing is, though, it was 
as, TCU. Bad, as, 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 as good as TCU played, they barely beat us. As, be, as good as they but played, they barely beat that's us. That's because so. that's – but TCU out – like to say oh, they did. we're oh, going to teach that. They, like, they, they, they you were got the, man. They, yes. You they got, were like, the, I'm not saying – They I'm didn't score you. as much. No, I know. They didn't score as much. We deserve to lose that game. Man. TCU definitely beat TCU us. 100%. man handled them. Like, and the point is, is JJ McCarthy, just shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Well, you're that was you're that a pretty was, boy quarterback out of out of Chicago. Well, that that was that was because they said that we couldn't throw the ball. We're a running team only. That's why they said that. And then we fucking won all over the field. And he threw two bombs against Ohio State in in the in the shoe. He was sick of hearing about us, so you know what? I don't blame him for it. No, if but thing is, if you're gonna say that, you better back it up. He did. I mean, let's be real. You guys lost by what fifty the year before to Georgia. Oh, maybe. Just, yeah. No, but I'm saying maybe JJ McCarthy sitting in the stands should have learned his lesson. Don't talk trash about the 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 way the big boys down south can play football. Yeah, well, about, that's a, that's a, yeah the dogs. That's not, that's that's a different. But area not even not even just them. I'm saying just in general, like. Like, you know, te- TCU recruits only Texas. Like, why are you going to say, oh, we play big boy football? They're going to, you know, we're going to teach them how to put. You're talking about Texas. You're talking about somebody in the South. Don't talk about playing big boy football against those guys because all that does fuel to their fire and well, good luck. And I'm kind of glad that we lost TCU because uh, <laughs> it's a little, a little less embarrassing to lose by what, 60 points? And- National We we could have got uh, mercy roll could have been intact in, in if the food had played Georgia. They would have brought in their fucking red shirts. Do, do you know uh, what team kept the Georgia Bulldogs closest for longest in this past season? M I Z Z O U. Oh, they had yeah. them. They, they had, had them with the fourth quarter. They had them until a false start that was not called on a fourth and one. Was it like like four or five minutes left in the fourth quarter? Yeah. Too was it was deep yeah, in the they fourth were, quarter. They were, yeah, it, like, and then you know, money talks, and they take Dominic Lovick, who's like, oh, I'm just coming to Missouri because I want to play close to home. Oh, I'm going to Georgia now for money to be a wide receiver there because Luther Burden got all the NIL money here. Okay, whatever. But that's hearsay. At this point, but I, no, uh, it's nil, so it's it's all out there now. He got the bag. I mean, which, whatever. He was. I mean, he had Brady Cook, and he was the number one right receiver in the SEC. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> I just uh, don't period. don't 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 say. Oh, I want to play close to home, and that's why I chose Mizzou. If you're gonna then, well, chase the bag can, the year later. Can you really say, hey, I'm here, I'm there, I'm going to Georgia to chase the bag? I mean, you really can't, I mean, you really can't say I'm going to go there to chase the money. NIL, yeah. NIL, yeah, you can, can now. You can, they offered but me I, a more, they offered me a better financial package. So what he said. said. No, but that's said. the way you say it. Yeah. That's, that's the way you say, I'm going after the bag. <laughs> Plus whatever else illegal stuff they can give me on top of the NIL. And I mean, just, like, realistically, just, who's their quarterback? That's has gone. I mean, I'm sure they got somebody, but that's. Oh, I'm the sure point. there's two five stars there. Oh, that's right not, behind that's not the point. Well, Stenson, Grandpa Stenson's gone. Guy never graduated. There he didn't graduate. Tordilla, there was a big tortilla, like big thing about that. Yeah, apparently there's no record. Like the guy on Barstool, they call him Jack Mac. He like did deep, deep research. There was nowhere anywhere in any records that show he graduated. He was there for so seven years. 
Yeah, what's he, 26, 27 years old now? Yeah, he's older than Lamar. Yeah. No, not really, but I think he's, like, close to Lamar. Damn near. Yeah, I bet he's damn near. And he never graduated. Like, I get it. Like, these guys don't graduate because they play, but, like, when you're there seven years, you got to graduate with something. What were you doing? (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) Like, these guys that don't graduate is because they leave after their third year. Not because they've been there for seven (laughs) <laughs> but yeah this is just like you know some of the stuff that we'll talk about we'll just go on little rants about whatever and uh like i said talk a lot of lot a lot a lot of college football a uh, lot a lot a lot of nhl um probably a decent amount of nfl because who doesn't talk nfl and uh, Base- major league baseball yeah right now postseason we'll talk bringing some golf Maybe yeah, like when certain guys, golf, so. when certain tournaments and majors come around. Uh, I mean, we might even get into like TV shows. We might get into like you know. We both parent- have random ass minds, so never pops in our heads. Might get into vacations. We might get into. Speak of vacations, I'm going to Costa Rica in December. Weren't you just like up in the smoke? Not the Smokies, the Mount Rushmore, up in the Black Hills. Yeah, Mount Rushmore is fucking awesome. It's been a it's been a uh, bucket list item since I've been a kid. I'm a huge history buff, and my niece is all about Abraham Lincoln. So, like, we always want to go do, do something tell her a family trip. Do, do you make sure she knew that uh, you knew Peyton? Peyton knows that he wasn't on the Mount Rushmore, right? Lindsay didn't tell her that she was, right? That he yeah. was. Lindsay didn't mess that one up. Okay. Uh, for now. I don't think Lindsay knew who was on the who was actually exactly. on the That's my so, point. Yeah. Well, we know Brett didn't know. So <laughs> it was cool though, man. Like we went up there, we went and we did uh uh Wyoming. Going to Wyoming, there's a thing called was it um uh what the fuck is it called? I think it was like a mountain where like this bear, like the this thing the Indians, like there's a big old bear put like claw marks down the side of it, and it was uh a demon tower. Something like that. It was pretty freaking cool up in the, it was like cloudy and muggy and like the, you couldn't see the top of the mountain. So you drove up right up next to it. I mean, going to the Mount Rushmore, going through like this, there's like these, this one little spot where you drive through is all oh, like basically a covered bridge into the mountain and just a, a square out. And as you drive up the square, you see all four of the uh, heads going, zooming in, in the picture. It was pretty fucking cool going up into it. And oh, sure. it was, Get good weather till the last couple of days. It rained a little bit, but whatever. Hit some camp? golf balls in the backyard. Did you camp? Pretty sweet. Or have a no, we, we, run, we run it a uh, Verbo. Gotcha. Yeah, it was, it was neat. It was fun. It was a good time. But, yeah, going to Costa Rica in December, Bryson Johnson's getting married in Costa Rica. So he invited us to go to Costa Rica. And me and Danny have been wanting to do a, just a me and her trip since the kids were born for the last five years. And one of the three places we want to go was Costa Rica. Like, well. Can't pass this deal up. So, grandma and grandpa pay for that one. Yeah, no, oh, for him. Yeah, no, for for Bryson. No, no, her her parents are. They're loaded. Oh. Mosenson, remember John Mosenson? No. Played hockey for the Snipers. Well, it's his no. it's his sister. Gotcha. And so that's who paying for that one. But uh, no, Todd. I think Todd. All of them. I'm pretty sure John's paying for all of them for sure. But me and Danner, I mean, it isn't too bad though for the price we got. We got all inclusive, obviously. Paying for like pay for our hair airfare, food and drink, the resort, transportation to from the airport to the resort. So it, for the price, what we got, I'm I'm 
I'm, I'm shocked we got from this cheap, to tell you the truth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and if, you, if, went, you went and saw, uh, what's his name on this past weekend, right? Uh, Dan, uh, what's his name? The comedian. Huh? Oh, 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 well, Burt Kreischer. That's right. Not Dan. So, Burt Kreischer. Dan. No, that was, yeah, Dan. Saturday. Burt Kreischer yeah. was fucking awesome, dude. It was so it was so cool. Jay Farrow, Jay Farrow was there from the Saturday Night Live, Saturday Night Live guy. Jay Farrow, fucking hilarious. It was it was a good time. It was definitely worth. It. I was he was out there. I think Burt Kreischer was out there for hour hour fifteen minutes straight. So like, he literally just is telling jokes, right? Like yeah, it's like I've never shit. I've actually never been to like I've been to a lot of concerts. I've never been to a stand up comedian show. I've never been to one. Like, obviously, I've seen stand-up specials on, on yeah. Netflix and watched. But those, I didn't but know if it was different. like that's actually what happens in like the normal. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was legit like that. Like, there's there was guys that came out. They have an MC. He did a couple jokes, and then they brought the first guy on for like 15 minutes. MC came back on, did a couple jokes. Next person's on for like 15, 20 minutes, and he's going and on. They did like he sold out Enterprise. Yeah, it was packed, dude. They had the the floor was packed. Every seat, it was like probably two or three sections up in the 300, 400s that weren't like where the stage is at. They had like the, they had well, kind of they blocked off. That, yeah, they blocked you can't those see. off. Yeah, you can't see. So, it, so. technically, still sold it. You know, it was one hundred percent sold. That it was fucking packed. It was so like, cool. So two weeks ago, we went and saw we were down at Bush and saw Luke Combs, and that was how was that? Oh, we were in the pit. <laughs> it was good. It was fun. I bet it was. I think I got stopped. Uh, I think the count was twelve times. I was wearing a, uh, I was wearing jeans. I had a black hat on, and I had a black Colombian shirt. And I got stopped about, I think, twelve times with people being like, "Oh, hey, Luke," jokingly, like, "Yeah, yeah." You know. And I'm like sitting there, I'm like, "Dude, I'm not even the best looking one. Trust me, I've seen a couple that are like have me beat like by spades." Yeah, like, of like, looking, I, uh, of like identical like combs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like doppelganger 2.0. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I just had a black Under Armour hat on, like. I'm a big guy, but I'm not like round enough. I guess yeah. you would say like, like I'm, he's. I guess he's like thick, I, thick. I'm like a little like more like skinny fat build than like beer gut fat build. Yeah, like and like I I I probably bet that I still probably weigh more than him. I also don't know if he's six foot. Like I don't. Yeah, I don't think he's that tall either. I think you're yeah, taller than so, he is. So I think he that's maybe why he looks a little bit more round. But yeah, there was a couple more people that had like more of his body style too. And I'm like, yeah, they got me beat by like spades. You know? Who else is so, with who else is with Luke? Uh, we didn't even see the first two acts. There's five acts. We saw Lenny Wilson. We saw Riley Green. And then we saw Luke. Um, it was like flat flatbed cavalry. I don't know. And then Rhett cooks or something like that. We, like I said, your normal normal openers. Yeah, so we we stayed. We got a hotel room at Ballpark Hilton right there. So and we got in early. We we drank. Gates opened at five. First act was on at five forty five. We were sitting in the hotel room drinking until five forty five, six o'clock, and then we went across to to get in line with the pit. You had to go through a certain gate. Had to go through the line. Uh, we get in and we all looked at each other and we said, uh, we haven't eaten yet today. So then we went and got a hot dog, ate a hot dog, missed Flatline Calvary, and then we went down and, and got to uh, see the last three. Yeah. And, you know, and it was pretty cool. 
Anyway, I mean, yeah, it's the second time seeing Luke Combs. Second, I saw Kenny at Bush, before, Kenny Chesney at Bush before. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that was cool, but it was just like different, different, different atmosphere. It was well, yeah, but it was just like like Luke Combs puts on a great show because he just looks like he is having the best time of his life the entire time. Like, you know, and they have like the promo video and everything and it's like showing him he's talking, his family's talking, all this stuff. And then it cuts out to where you can tell like where they edited in whatever from that day or that you, wherever they're at. And it's got him walking up the tunnel from the Cardinals locker room that, so it's a St. Louis Cardinals. And he comes out and like I said, usually he's got a black hat on or camo hat on, but that's like uh Blue Otter Polaroids, which is a sunglass company, but he walks out in his normal black shirt, his his jeans, and he's got the Drop. Sunday ca- the Sunday cap. Sunday. I'm, I'm just oh, like, you're like, oh, like you got the just, chills. Going just right a now. little, the little touch, but it was great. Like, didn't overdo it. Didn't you know? And then he puts on the show that he puts on, and it's fantastic. And uh, that's how Crusher Crusher wore a flat belt blues hat. Did he? He had a blues hat on. Yeah, he had a blues hat on. I mean, obviously they give them this stuff, but like, yeah. you know. And then like Riley, Riley Green sings a song about uh, if grandpa's never die, and he talks about drinking. In the original song he wrote, it's drinking cold Bud Light. Everything that's happened with Bud Light, he's switched it to every concert venue he's been in. He's been saying Coors Light. Got to that point here. You go back and- to Bud Light. No, we went to Bush Light. Bush Light? Ain't yeah. nothing wrong with that. Bush Stadium, Bush Light, and the place went nuts, you know. That's kind of cool. I, least, I, I thought sometimes... Maybe, I thought maybe you could have said Budweiser, you know, to be the king, you know. The well, king. I sometimes wonder, like, people know that Bush Light and Bush are the same family as Bud and Bud Light. Like, you know, like, did he not say Bud because... Oh, Bud and Bud Light are the same fan. Like, probably like, just because people really not know like the interweave, like twine web. Like, do I only know it so well because I've grown grown up my whole life in St. Louis to know that you know, like Natty Lights, all part. You know, like I think. Well, I think he just did it because obviously, I think if he you did say it Bud he's in Bush Stadium, yeah, that's well, and, I, and people, if 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 you say Bush Light, no one's gonna think, oh wait, Bud White. They're not gonna think. Wait, wait, is that Bud? No, it's Bush. Like, yeah, it's awesome. They're not gonna like. No, if he says Budweiser, but, wait well, every, I think no. I think I think everybody was waiting to see what he was gonna say because they know the song and they knew yeah. he had like the re, like he had come out and said why he was no longer saying Bud Light in the song. Which, understandable. So, like, I think everybody was like, it's like, okay, uh, 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 you know, what's uh, what's he what's he going with? Like, the crowd went wild. Is huh? he gonna do Coors Light? No, like, there's no way. To, I mean, but he, like in his own right mind, well, he—that's stupid. The one, the one you know, he could not say. But then you think about it, and you're like, well, that's the official beer, and Luke Combs's face is all over these beers. Is is Miller Lite? Yeah, but there's not but a chance like, he's saying that either. Milwaukee, that, you, like not even <laughs> Milwaukee, just like you're in St. Louis. Yeah, that's more think, of a Chicago beer, or like a you know, like, well, same yeah. Milwaukee too. I mean, yeah, Miller. no, I yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like. And then he said Bush and plays what nuts. And I like, I, let's be real. He had to be smart enough just to say, I'm in Bush Stadium. I have to say Bush light. Like, facts. You're right. There's oh, yeah. no, there's no way around this one. Yeah. If he, if he wants to get out alive. Yeah. <laughs> Not even out alive. Just like 
and people actually will, will pay attention to his concert. Get a like, get um, a cheer or not just be like no reaction because he said Coors Light and everybody knows why he says Coors Light. You know what I mean? Like uh and then Laney Wilson the video went viral, pulled up this like seven year old girl that had a that sign was- that said uh, this is my first concert. Something like if, if I get on stage, yeah, my dad's gonna buy me a pony, and she was in tears. And then Lainey is like, she's got the southern twang, so she's like, "Your daddy here? Well, dad, you better be getting her a pony tomorrow." Like, yeah, you, you done fucked up there, Aaron. <laughs> and it was, it was a like, it was a fun, good yeah. concert. Uh, ran into in fact, a she's lot, good lot looking of, too. Doesn't help lot, out. <laughs> Ran into a lot of people I know, probably more than I would like to admit. You wanted to. I, yeah. <laughs> also ran into, you know, Robert Thomas, talked to Robert Thomas for a little bit. Just, I, you know, whatever happened. Yeah. And then, you know, it is what it is. Nothing, not like groundbreaking. You just treat those guys no. like normal guys when you yeah. run into them. And, don't fangirl, you know. basic is what you're saying. Yeah, they don't exactly, want it. Exactly. And Trim is your normal human being. I mean, but for, I mean, for me and you, like we've we've been around well, yeah. players, I mean, NHL players, stuff, blah, blah blah, pro players. So yeah. you know how to act around. Them. I had, so it's I, not had like, I had talking points that like. Still, I mean, still know. don't get me wrong. Still pretty cool. You're still talking. You're still talking. Yeah, well, I mean, but player, I mean, like, but. like it, it started like it wasn't like, oh, hey, Robert Thomas, you're the Blues, blah blah blah. Like it was like. Yeah. Because they know, they know you know who he is. Who, well, who yeah. They are. So like, if you I mean, talk normal with them, they're gonna have a normal conversation with. You. I mean, the guy he rents Matthew Kachuk's house during the during the season, and I know the owner of the company that does the electrical work on that house. So that's kind of how the conversation started, and that's kind of how the conversation ended, and that's how the conversation just went. It was just like normal, enter BS stuff, and then he. Took a picture mm-hmm. and sent it to Pat, and that was about the end of it. <laughs> which was kind of, which was kind of funny. The fact that, like, because I guess, like, he's like, it kind of started with him being like, "Oh, he was one of the twelve that kind of mentioned." Oh, Luke Oakville. I'm like, "Yeah, you're Robert Thomas. Thanks." Like, yeah, I know. You know. And then, like, we were in line. I know people. Like, not, I don't know if we're gonna have a lot of people listening to this that, that don't know this. If we have anybody that listens, they will know because they will know Pat Maroon. Hockey guys like to drink. Robert Thomas was in the beer line during all of this. That's how we talked. And uh, yeah, you know, mind so. blow, mind blowing. Know, there, right? you know, you know, right? breaking news. And it, hockey but players so, like yeah, to drink. So he took a pic and he's like, he said something like, "Hey, <laughs> hey, Patty, I ran into your buddy Luke or something like something like joking." Yeah, you know. and I'm sure ass. Pat not thinking about it's like, this "Guy's not Luke. That's not his name." <laughs> like Pat being a a donkey dumbass being like, oh, what, what day was that? Was that Saturday? Yeah. Past probably well, like, that's, well, that's, that's not was, Luke. That's Ricky. What are you talking about, Rob? Was he playing? Well, he was probably playing tours. He was out at tours playing for the Roadrunner. No, so this was, was probably... two years No, two weekends ago. Oh, okay, this was uh, Father's Day weekend. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Was... Okay. So he hadn't gone to Tampa no, yet. Yeah. Or, or he's already in Tampa, probably. Yeah, he li- that he, that's where he lives because I ran into a couple other guys. I was like, oh, I'm surprised Pat's on here. They're like, he lives in Tampa now. He, Sold out oh, yeah. in St. Louis. He lives there. I'm like, I don't blame him. Oh, I'm, surpri- oh, I'm just surprised because I know how tight the family, family is. You know? Family oriented. Not even just that, just like how much they. That was pretty cool. I was seeing live and breathe with St. Louis. Like, you know, 
As it should. I get it. But yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. Anything else that we want to touch on? No. Ready for tomorrow. Six o'clock starts the coverage. Financial draft. Oh, here. Central. We didn't even talk MLB, but both our teams suck right now. Um, <laughs> hey, Ray, technically, technically, we're only five and five games back. That's because there's only there's out of five teams in both centrals, there's one team above 500. It's what Milwaukee, yeah. <laughs> I think let me double check that. Yeah, we're not because Minnesota's leading our division, they're under 500. At 500. No, they were at 500 today. Oh, they win today. The game they were four. No, I don't know about today going in. No, so they're now 40 and 41. They were 40 and 40 going into today. So they lost uh, today. So we have yeah. we have two teams over 500. I do apologize. The Cincinnati Reds are 42 and 38, and the Milwaukee Brewers are 41 and 38. Riveting so, baseball is happening in the Midwest this season. The NL has both fucking top teams. Sick. Yeah. 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 You guys are, are uh, you're technically four and a half games back at 10 games yeah. under 500. There was a, there's a, they're showing a stat today. Is that the last, like, what, 10 or 12 years? The average of games back we've been since, at this point of the year, it was like fifteen to like sixteen games back, and then one, and then no one's here. That the one year that we weren't that bad it was because of COVID, so it didn't it didn't count. Yeah, and so this year we're five of what it was four and a half games is the cl- closest we've been in the last like ten years to being in first place. You have like probably 13. a worse record than the past ten years. Not no, actually, really a better bad. record. You, a better you know record. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, my point more is that the division yeah. sucked that bad. Fucking terrible. Like that's like the, the Cardinals are twelve games under five hundred right now, and they're only eight games out of first place. Eight, eight games out of first place, and you're twelve under. Can you imagine me 12, 12 games under five hundred in other division? You be you be already have an asterisk saying you're out of the playoffs. You're, already, you're not going to make well, the playoffs. How about how about how about this one? Uh, you got in the With AL the East. the NL East the NL East I should say. Uh the New York Mets are seven games out of the or seven games below five hundred. They are thirty six and forty three, and they're sixteen games out. <laughs> they're five games better than the Cardinals, and they are. <laughs> That's awful. Eight games more out than the Cardinals. Man, our futility is awesome this year. I mean. Hey. Nothing's, hey, as bad. Nothing's as bad as Oakland. They're, oh, you know. Or KC. Isn't KC worse than Oakland? I think KC's worse uh, than Oakland right now. No, 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 no. They're Oakland close. Is, Oakland is 21 and 60. KC is 22 and 57. Oh, sorry. My bad. They're pretty much the same. But KC is only 17 games out at 21, 22 and 57. Was Oakland, Oakland like 25 or something? 28 games out. <laughs> Even worse. Well, I was, you giving, know, I was giving Ben for the doubt at 25. They're the worst. You know who the second worst team is by margin of games out is? 18 games under 500 of the Washington Nationals. 30 wins, 48 losses, 21 and a half games out. Jesus, fuck. Jesus. The East is the AL East is fucking stacked. Well, yeah, you can't even really do the AL East because, like, I mean, I guess here you go. Here's the easiest well, way to say it. Well, Boston, I, saw, I, saw some, Boston I saw something. Boston is 500. That- and they're okay, 13 yep, games out. Boston I saw that a couple is 513 days ago. games out of first place. And they're in last place in the division. That's crazy. 
13 games out in 500 baseball. Yeah, Boston. Literally, Boston is has a, has a better record than the, the leaderless AL Central. Yes, and they're and in they the are fifth, thirteen games out of their division, and they're in fifth place. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> hey, I'll take it though. Come on, hey, Tigers got a win streak. They can, hey, they can, they can make the playoffs. <laughs> they need to for Miggy's last hurrah. What's their win streak? Two. Uh, line, no, they the lost Tigers they lost, they lost today. Yeah, dude, they're winning the whole game. Cardinals are on a win streak. Pumped. I've won. What, two one? in a row? Two in a row. I won, I won last night, too? They win tomorrow. It's called a winning streak. No, they did not. They played two games in the span of five days. That's right, because they played in fucking in London. Oh, yeah, fucking fish and chips. God, this is like. That game I was get, cool, though, on Sunday. I watched the game Sunday morning. It was it's actually not a pretty cool. good game. It's not cool. It was pretty, it was it was pretty cool. cool. It was I thought cool. it was cool. It was. The setting sucked. I thought it was pretty cool. I liked being able to wake up and, and watch baseball at nine. It's kind of like when it's kind of like when the NFL take puts his games over in London. You're having oh, you're having eggs watching Who do you think they got it from? Yeah. Well, duh. Obviously, because that's where all the money's at. Do you see uh, that the Kansas City and Miami game sold out in like two or three minutes or some shit like that? And they had 1.2 million people in the waiting room trying to get tickets for that game over in London. Is that is that, is that London or is that Munich? Maybe Munich. It's Munich. It's Munich. Yeah, that's right. In Germany. Because that's yeah. what they said that it was supposed to be, it was going to be Lions and KC there. They're like, no, 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 not that Lions are actually halfway decent. They switched that and they put them as uh, the KC's home openers against the Lions yeah, and KC. Good luck. I don't, I don't think we're going to get blown out. I don't expect us to win. Don't get me wrong. I just if don't you're think playing them non week one, you might say you're not getting blown out. Week one, like if you play them week two, you don't get blown out. You play them week one, they're just raising the banner. That I don't, I don't think so. Those frauds over there in that organization. The Lions have nothing to lose. We're playing on, playing on house money. I understand that, but so the frauds over there in that organization are going to be so ramped up. You know, I, I think it's going to be a good game. It sucks. I can't. I want to go, but so here, let's talk. Last topic we're going to talk about today. Because we haven't, not, I've not talked to you one time about this. We all know three years at most. Where do the Coyotes end up? Houston. That's what I've said too. It's the easiest one. And I'm sure this, honestly, on, on honestly, guy, we've not talked about this. If anyone's no. listening to this, we've no. literally this is something well, we've not talked I've never about. asked you. I we had our on Sports Divider. We talked about this, and Houston was my, yeah. That's what I said. I said oh, really? it makes it makes the most sense. They're already yeah. in the central. Geographically, it's easy. It's the largest population it, city that doesn't have a hockey team. It's it's well slowly going to be one. Of the, it's going to be two or three in, in the whole country here soon. It's, it's already Pop, most. I think it's already four, three by three. I think it's three by mileage. It was, yeah, it was fourth area. at one point. It was fourth at one point I last think time I saw I think it. it's five in population. But because me and Duncan is, are talking all, about this. The point is, is also that they've uh, supported AHL hockey really well. It's wealthy. That's a wealthy I, city, man. Oil money, of course. Oil and, I, and a lot of tech. A lot, a lot of tech, a lot of tech companies yeah. are moving down I just there now, don't, too. I don't think. KC is an option. I don't think it'll happen. Where? KC. I mean, AC. KC. KC. Kansas City. 
Oh, KC. I thought you said yeah. AC. No, Sorry, KC. literally, I thought you said AC. Where the fuck? What the fuck is AC? No, KC. I don't think Quebec happens. No, they like to. They would. They just want to constantly have the floating carrot of Quebec. It won't actually happen. I heard. And, also heard. And Salt Atlanta, Lake City. It, all of yeah, Salt Lake, Salt Lake, City might Salt be an Lake was. Salt Lake was my number two, but I'm like, but I heard that. Oh, I, was I don't know if they people can, that live there don't want to live there. So, well, but I'm like, I don't know if they can get an arena up quick enough for it. I don't think so it's pretty quick, you know. Like, okay, but, do they extend? Um, and, money talks. Yeah, but I just don't. I think Salt Lake. Real, again, realistically, no. They made it. They made it in my mind. They couldn't. Minute, they couldn't play where the jazz play. You couldn't put them in the, no, in the, it's, where the jazz play. So it's it's, it's just, just a one, basketball. Yeah, that's a one sport facility. The the my mind. They made their decision of they knew where their their contingency plan was when they moved the divisions around and they put them in the central. And it gives. I mean, they already have an uh, instant rival. Well, not only that though. Like, why would you move them further west or northwest than Arizona to Utah? If they're in the central, it's easy to just move them to because no, I mean, there's no one else you can move over to there. No, there isn't. You're not going to move Vegas over now. You're trying to start rivalries with them. You know what I mean? Like, what? yeah, I mean, you know, it makes like, and, I mean, then, and then geographically, you think about it, it makes sense geographically. The, it really yeah. does. The, and then you think about it, you're like, well, then do they just, you know, if they did Quebec or something like that. It doesn't make sense. If they did Atlanta, it doesn't make sense because guess what has to happen then? Either Detroit or Columbus have to go back. back to the West. Which they're not going to put Detroit back in because George's the only. No, it was the Columbus only. Is too. Columbus well, is no, too. In, but they're but they're in the central the central time zone. Detroit's in, is in the no, eastern. Columbus time zone. is in the eastern time zone. I thought they were central. No, Indiana's where that cuts off. That's true. It's, yeah, it's, that's right. It's, it's halfway through. Yeah. That's right. it, so, like, I know Detroit would always complain about that, but Columbus had the same thing. Nashville has it. Nashville, during because they don't change time. Sometimes they're... They don't have the... Yeah. Like, near the end of spring, they are... They fall back. Yeah. They're, they're our... They're Eastern. So, but, like, it doesn't make sense, you know, because then you have to do that. And, like, then you're thinking, like, other places that like yeah are great hockey markets, but they like anywhere in North Dakota is not a big enough split spot Mm-mm. to put something. You know, Mm-mm. Omaha not a big enough. Like all these, it's, like they gotta have the revenue. Yeah. I mean, obviously, exactly. money. It's it's still and I, at, it's, it's still a I, business. And I think KC is not an option because just I don't like think it's what, big enough. Mar- I don't think it's a big enough market to hold it. I, I, they can't support. The, I, I had two reasons. And people are like, well, look how well they support the Chiefs. Yeah, that's once a week for eight weeks. And they've the been and, and they've been there for how many but it years? Does, but that no, that's not even the point. It's on a Sunday, maybe an occasional Monday, maybe occasional Thursday. It's one game a week for only eight to ten weeks. So it, look at the way they, the Royals draw for yeah. eighty-two games. Well, because games are a premium, so people are going to go. Like, hold yes, on, we have exactly, to go. We're not exactly. Which I, I and your point is one hundred percent valid. I don't think they have enough support day in, day out to have them. And two, if I'm smart, I and I'm Tom Stillman, I pull the card that Lamar Hunt pulled with the Rams and was like, nope. Like people that's what people don't understand in St. Louis. They're like, oh, just become 
KC fans, you know, they're understanding. It's like, do you have do you have any idea like the actual stuff that they have like there was four different times that they rejected a team coming to St. Louis when it was the AFL. They tried to reject the Cardinals originally. Yep. Yep. They were the first people to vote the Cardinals out. And then nobody wants to actually think about this. So they had the committee vote, right? So like the committee voted, the votes ended up being five one in favor of Carson when they did this whole the move, right? Legally, the NFL could not have had a secondary vote if the committee would have been a unanimous decision one way or the other. The one vote that was for the England uh, project was Lamar Hunt. Lamar Hunt. You're not Lamar Hunt. What's his name? His son. It is. No, is oh, it Lamar? Yeah. Whatever. His son. Whatever. It was, it was Lamar Hunt. No, I think Lamar's a student. I don't know. Because the one's junior senior, isn't it? Junior senior? I think it's junior senior. I thought Lamar Hunt senior and Lamar Hunt Jr. Clark Hunt. Let's see. Clark. Oh, Clark. Clark Hunt. Lamar was, yeah. So Lamar was the guy who moved him. Lamar Jr. was Clark's dad. Clark Hunt. So Clark, yeah. So yeah. So it wasn't third. It was third. So generation. whatever. The Hunts. Whatever. Yes. Same family. Yeah. That's what I meant. Whatever. BS. But if I'm Tom Silman, I say no. That's that's our market. Nope. No NHL teams coming in there. Nope. 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 That's our market. I agree. Hold and I'm, and 100. And and look who's in Colorado and Denver. Who owns them? So oh, you ain't gonna let that happen. Don't even, don't even talk to me. Like uh, but am, am I right though? I mean, he'd be on the same boat thing because you're gonna take away from his market too. So why would he want to take money away from him too? Yeah. That so guy, it makes sense. That that guy makes me fully know there is no such thing as karma or or sports gods because uh that toupee wearing I, I mustache eating I got all my money from marrying into the Walmart family of a guy like the the blatant like It's just the way he's the way he. No, no, no. Hold on. Portrays blatant, himself too. The blatant flaunting of breaking their own mm-hmm. rules that the NFL does with that man. Because, so here's the thing: when he took over the the when he took over the Rams, he had to technically sell the Nuggets and the Avalanche because of conflict of interest. To his wife and his son because they're not allowed, NFL owners aren't allowed to own other teams. ESPN, they're winning these championships, and who are they showing? Oh, the owner of these teams. Stan Kroenke's not the owner. He's not the owner. And then, oh, we can't have more than one family, any legal family, owning more than one team in the NFL. Really? Then how the hell did the Waltons, aka his stepbrother, or his brother-in-law just by the Denver Broncos. <laughs> huh, NFL. Huh. And then yeah. it's like it's, it's the Super business. Bowl. It's the Super Bowl that they won that they are and you as a Lions fan should probably be pissed about this. Literally flaunting that they tampered with Matthew Stafford down in Mexico. Oh, they had this meeting in Mexico with Cooper Cup and and then all of a sudden he wanted a trade. And and we're Sean McVay happened to be the same place, and that is not tampering. Like, 
how much how much did the Lions owner get paid not to go after tampering charges for that one? Well, I mean, the Rams are paying for it now. I guess they got the Super Bowl, but they're paying for it now. The Lions and Lions matter. are yeah, be they, better they, off they have it. they got what they wanted. They got the Super Bowl in the year that Stan Kroenke's building opened. That's all the NFL cared about. Mm-hmm. And it happened. Because they could pay for it. Because it would pay, it'd pay I, for I the, know, it. It wasn't the year it opened, but it was the first. It was the year Super after. Bowl. Yeah, it was the second year as a Super first yeah. Super Bowl in that building. Yeah. Oh, they were the first team to win it on home. Yeah, because you handed it to them, you mother. And they shouldn't even win that. They should not even win that game. The amount of BS yeah. that happened on some mm-hmm. of those calls. Mm-hmm. T. Higgins being held like no other. But anyway, it's your say. The NFL is the most corrupt league in the league, and I'm talking from somebody who just watched the NHL hand a second-generational player in 20 years to a team. Again. I'm just saying, like, think about that. We are talking about the NFL being the most corrupt league, and we literally are in a league, watch a league, that you can sit there and see the Stanley Cup Finals power plays were – 32 to 7 in favor of Vegas in five games. Like NFL, uh, NHL, make it less obvious. Less obvious. I want to do it with my hands. I, I want to do it with my hands. We, uh, we, as hockey people, see this a lot. And we are saying that the NFL is more corrupt than what we see in the NHL. And that is. Oh, there's a shit ton behind the scenes. There's no doubt. There's but no, no but I'm just saying, like, that. that is something. If we in the NHL are like, no, that actually the most corrupt league is the NFL. It's just but it's mind-boggling. It is. And uh yeah, we will uh I don't know. We'll probably get on this rant some other time down the road too, and we'll talk whatever. Oh, we we'll we'll be on these rams hundred yeah. percent more, no doubt. We'll we'll just see where it goes and we'll uh Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty that's much it. it. That's about it. So we'll uh We'll figure out how we're going to do this, what schedule we're going to be on. Maybe two podcasts a week. Maybe we just record one night and we cut it in two and you guys don't know. Maybe we record two. I don't know. We get, will some, get, some random, get some random guests on here, just whatever piques our interest. We'll just we'll, we'll play everything by ear. And, uh, yeah, we will. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, I'm trying something new. Yeah. We yeah. are uh, adding to like the it. Sports Divided sports network um, I'm, I'm glad i'm glad i'm part of it we've been talking about this for a while we've been we've had the we've had it in motion it's just lives yeah. don't well, coincide and well we, we finally... tried we tried one and we apparently picked a bad name and got uh copyright infringements for for something that we didn't even know existed and then who, yeah then it knew? just took a, it took a while to if someone hey, if someone motherfuckers have this name, really, they can get they do get the fuck out of here. No, I don't think so because it, you know. Well, shit. I, I try to get the, I, I try to get the Nugget license plate, and someone had it. The Nug Bus license plate for the for my for the flex, and someone has Nug Bus in Missouri. Get the fuck out of here! Like, who does that? Probably somebody in Kansas City. I'm telling no, you, it's some, no, it, Brett. No, Brett got took a picture of it. Some like it's a car. It's not even a fucking van. It's not even a truck. It's a fucking car. It's like a Civic, like something like that. A Civic or a Honda Accord has a Nug Bus license plate. <laughs> it's in St. Louis because Brett was driving down the road in the, in the work truck from a, for the furniture company and took a, snapped a picture to me. He goes, look, someone has a Nug Bus. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> Just get like Nug Bus 19 then. Well, Lindsay made me a sticker that says Nug Bus. I got a, I got a 
no, stick on the yeah, back with her cricket. I got a cricket too. Yeah. I, I I try to do some. I'm a big yeah. ass cricket. Well, we have an industrial well, cricket in my work. It's way better. As you can see, like uh, yeah, you know, try to start so, branding some stuff for. Well, we can get some apparel. We'll definitely get some apparel. I can get the apparel stuff done. That'd be yeah, sweet. We'll, we'll figure that out. We'll. Uh, I don't know. I got. I just want to yeah. say thank you for getting me on board. I appreciate it. Yeah, you know, it's uh, my my last venture, my last podcast kind of fell through. So we'll we'll leave that one right there for for we'll, a rainy day. We'll we'll try to so. see what our schedule is going to be. I don't know if for the right now if it'll be a weekly thing, if it'll be bi-weekly, if it'll be monthly to get going. I think it'll really it, pick it up. could be on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We don't. I think. Well, I I think it'll really. <laughs> I will bet money that by fall it'll be weekly because we will we want to be talking about college football at least weekly maybe bi-weekly yeah. by then every two two maybe. a week we'll we'll see or cut it we cut or yeah, do or exactly. record once and cut into two we'll see how it plays out but yeah like i said like i think for sure by then because we'll have a lot of college football that's the one thing that uh we peaks peaks both of our interests especially not, in the fall yeah, well that it gets, it gets us it going just, Gets us going. College football is just, you know, I like the NFL, but college is just so much better. It's an all-day event for from Thursday on. I've been with you. Trust me, I agree with you. I'm a huge NFL fan. Don't you get me wrong, up, but wake up, watch college game day. Oh, I wake up. I mean, my Larkin. I have Larkin waking up, watch college game day with yeah. me, and my five year old. So wake up, watch college game day, and then you don't turn the TV off until uh, what one o'clock when the last game on the West Coast. Or or if you're me, I have three TVs set up in my living room. Like I'm at a fucking bar, so I have three TVs going at once. So tomorrow I'll have two. I have I have one that's in where I do the podcast stuff. Um, and when I have the podcast going, I have bring that in here. When it's not going, it goes out and sits right under our other TV. And then I got both. So like tomorrow I'll have NHL draft on one, and I'll have the Cardinals game on the other. I'll have I'll have multiple TVs going tomorrow. Hundred percent. I have my my. 65 inch sitting there and then i took the kids have their tv i take over the kids tv and then i brought it up my dad gave me a, a tcl like 32 inch roku i set up it literally on the ground and have it going three in a row so it's it's yeah. epic it's the best for hockey and football season <laughs> yeah it'll be uh we'll see where this goes but yeah that's that's that is episode one of rogue nuggets uh maybe next week or number two we'll get into the the backstory of the nuggets part yeah, I'm sure I have plenty of time to tell you about that's that story. So yeah, I am Nugget, yeah. but if people don't know, Eric is Nugget. So yeah, uh, it just has to do with McDonald's. But yeah, we'll get to it. A little so. bit, a little bit. We'll we'll uh, see you next time. Have a good one. Deuces. Thank you for listening to the Rogue Nuggets podcast, part of the Sports Divided Sports Network. Don't forget to like us. And subscribe to us both on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And follow us on Twitter at Rogue Nuggets.